show coming from the rack store. Bet this back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. And it is Feb's Tuesday, the 19th of September. Can you believe it? In two days, we're going to have Robbo's little uh, birthday party, celebratory spaces, uh, but never mind that. <laughs> it's the 19th of September, 2023, and this is your host, Robbo, the mayor of Rockville. And this is Rock FM, your favourite fucking breakfast. US of A, Cosmos, Crypto, Breakfast, Show. How did that one work out, Finn? Was that all right for you? Holy fuck, man. How busy have we been? How busy, man? How much content are we trying to put out right now? It's like a really uh, tiring time uh, for the rack crew right now, I have to be honest with you. It ain't easy. We're fucking doing that much shit like... Man, it's mental, but hey, we're managing, we want to grow, we're busy sorting that shit out. So uh, where the fuck is everybody like? Eh? No cunt around. What day is it, Tuesday? Eh, they're a tardy cunts, man, aren't they? Let me DM a few people anyway. I have never even DM'd anyone, I just jumped in straight away. Give me a second, plebs, I should have put music on. Give me a second while I DM these uh, some of these pleb cunts, okay? What? Saying that, I was about to say, let me DM some pleb cunts. And then your man, uh, Duck, uh, jumped in. I mean, that must be fucking fit, to be fair. Uh, Duck, you've got a mic if you want to come up, bro. I'm just going to DM some people. But uh, that was kind of fit. I was like, uh, uh, some of these pleb cunts are proper fucking tart, you know. And then, bang, your man's in there. Dude, I haven't even invited anybody. Shocking horse tonight. I'm just like, ah, fuck it. I just had a talk first, like a two-minute rant. About how fucking busy we are, like, oh, my God. There's a difference, isn't there, between, like, having a job and having a career, like Chris Rock said. I've seen the Chris Rock sketch. And he's talking about having a job, and he's scraping the fucking shit, these vegetables and shit, and they're about the restaurant and that. He's like, scrape, 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 scrape. He's there for, like, two hours, looks at the clock, 9.15. Fuck my life. When you've got a fucking career, man, there's not enough hours in the day, bro. Not enough hours in the day. Anyway. And it, the talk will be a bit. I know you might be busy. What time is it for you, you in England, aren't you? Wait a second. <sighs> okay, I just had to talk that one bad boy up. I was ready for it. Uh, what time is it for you? Like, it's, uh, oh, it's one o'clock or something, isn't it? If you're in the Fiat mine, then you're fucked, aren't you? I don't know if you live in England or not. I think you're English, aren't you? I'm sure I've heard your accent before. 
Uh, but yeah, man, let's see if I can get me uh, mate uh, Finn in. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I'm fucking worried about Finn right now. He's he's sleeping patterns all over the fucking place. He's, uh, oh, duck's fucking ducked out. He's, uh, yeah, Finn's fucking sleeping patterns out. He's, uh, I, I don't know what's on his mind. He needs to calm down, realise he's just doing exceptionally well. Like, it's pretty much all it takes, Finn. Just keep doing what you're doing, man, bro. You'll be absolutely on the fucking money. No problem at all. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm running out of things to say now. I had loads of things to say. I'm just really buzzing that, like, the whole team are on fire. Like, obviously, you've got your woman there, uh, big man's uh, working over on Gelotto and shit. But Ambedo's collection is dropping in, like, two days. Fucking Finn's just dropped... The last track of uh, EP, number one, track four. That's now in the production studio. Holy fuck, I can't wait to drop that. Oh, it's going to be so good, fellas. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be fucking amazing. And then he's already, like, burned nearly three tracks. I know they need finishing. They're not ready yet. But the basis is there, the bare bones, yeah. Uh, wait, Duck's back. Uh, Duck, were you getting rugged there or what, son? I don't know if you got rugged or not. Maybe you got a call or some shit like that. Mate, Twitter's been, that's what I mean. Like, this could be, I could be getting rogue to death right now and I wouldn't even fucking know it. Right? I've sent a few DMs. Sometimes, man, dude, they don't even send. Like, Twitter's proper fucking shit. Ever since we uh, blew checkmarked and all, just uh, the day, the fucking cunt's been fucking slow, man. It's been fucking shocking. Anyway, mate, when you jump back in, I was like, I lost my train of thought. I was on a right uh, bender there, like I was on a right rabbit about what us cunts have been uh, up to. Yeah, man, but Finn's burnt three tracks already. Fucking hell, man. Reclips V1 is already finished. They are fucking hilarious. V2's already got about uh, three or four in there. These are just insane shit, man. That fucking shit talkers like us are gonna pop out. I don't know. I'm I'm fucking bullish on Rack FM, like absolutely bullish as fuck. Is there some other space going on that I don't know about or something? Nah. There must be another space going on where I'm like talking me fucking self, aye? And like fucking every cunt else is on some fucking atomic zone fucking space or they're all listening to fucking seat or blow. I don't know. Who's he blowing at the minute? Uh, I'm not too sure. Like, I can't keep up, to be honest with you. Uh, but that's another thing anyway. Uh, is, does anybody know? Is Confio going uh, to get a payout off uh, ICF or what? For this work they're doing, is it? What the work, have, they, have they given up on Cosmasm now? Is it uh, Cosmjs now? Is that what it is now? What's the flavour of the day for uh, Confio? Does anybody know where Does anybody know Confio's going to take their begging uh, bowl next? Nah, just me. I'm I, I'm I, just me wondering, like where 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 we go from here. Okay, interesting. Uh, let's fucking see, shall we? Oh, I'm getting messages here. What's this? Shit reception. Who's this? Oh, it's fucking duck, is it? That duck. Oh, I duck saying this fucking reception's cutting out. Never mind. Fair. Hey, man, I've been. I know I didn't say we were doing one. Fucking hell, man. He's a hanging me out to dry here. Yeah? 
I've been here 12 minutes, haven't I? Huh? Been here fucking 12 minutes. I'll tell you what. Let me put this in the Discord. Fucking play cunts. Give me a second, will you? Yeah, I've been listening to all these reclips, man. Holy fuck, man. Finn and Ambedo's had me listening to fucking hundreds of them. Oh, all your voices, all your voices, you plebs, are so much in my fucking ears ringing right now. Jimmy the Otter. Mia, fucking all ears, man. All ears proper ringing in my ears for days now. Anyway, we've we've done 10. You wouldn't believe the magnitude of the task to get like 10 of these done. Holy fuck, it's ridiculous. Anyway, I didn't even mention public speaking for plebs. All right, sitting here talking myself, you daft cunts, because you're all fucking away on your fucking lonesome. And I'm telling you, uh, public speaking for plebs, man, it's starting to really kick in now. We've got episode uh, four coming up this week, right? Oh, kind of fucking weird. And we're just going to pump them out so much. I reckon we've now, like, literally looking at it, how long it takes, even on a 20-minute episode. It's probably going to take us, like, 20 episodes just to cover, like, all the basic, like, fundamentals. And they're just the basic requirements. I hope you can hear that. Because you've all got me sitting here talking to me fucking self. You pleb cunts. Everybody's left Robo alone tonight. What's the matter? My armpits fucking stink or something. Uh, let's see what's going on. I just think everybody's having a bad Tuesday, maybe. Or did everybody have a long weekend? And then a heavy Monday, then a bad Tuesday, do you reckon? They're all on this session, huh? Let me uh, just jump in the Discord. I'm going to be gone 60 seconds. And if I, did a, if I don't come back with anyone, then fucking I'll end it. And these pleb cunts are not here from me again this week, I'll tell you. So it looks like the clickbait, uh, looks like the clickbait headlines were a fucking disaster tonight, no? Uh, Don and Tank, Sybil Attack and Onomic was a fucking joke, by the way, obviously. Uh, they couldn't do it if they wanted to. However... Fucking hell, has it backfired? I mean, I've never in my fucking life, never, running this show now, ten and a half months, and the ones we were doing before, never, ever, ever known it this quiet for this fucking long. It's unheard of. So either, either there's another big fucking show going on, which I didn't fucking know about, or, like, we're just getting fucking absolutely, like, rugged to fuck because we've upset some Illuminati. Wait, he's duck back. Duck, we've upset some Illuminati, I think, bro. You know, Robbo? I am, mate. Are you, are you Gucci there? I know your audio was a bit fucked up, right? Oh, I'm drive, driving for the middle of the Cotswold, so my signal's very hit yesterday, to be fair. I'm out working out here today. So, yeah, I'll be here one oh, minute, dude. gone the next. Dude, that's a cheeky part of England, that Cotswolds, man. Oh, isn't it lovely? Yeah, we've got a lot of customers out here, mate. Well, I've got a lot of customers out here. So I spend probably two, two, three days a week out here. Don't dude, live... there's not that many places that blow my mind in England, but like that uh, Devonshire coastline. And the Cotswolds are two of those places that, like, just hold a special place in my heart. Like, they are fucking stunning. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Fucking ludicrously expensive, though. Insanely expensive, actually. Fucking hell. Dude, shall I tell you what some of the best things I've ever seen in England, hands down, is the uh, the castles and shit that go up the northeast coastline. 
like from like say Sunderland up to uh, Scotland, like Amber and Farnborough and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Holy, dude, holy, right on the coast, built like these gigantic castles built on the coast to like fend off the Vikings back in the day, like Holy Island. Dude, that whole area is fucking dynamite. I like the uh, I like the west coast of Scotland. So sort of open Fort William up around there. There's some really nice castles and ruins and stuff up around there as well. Dude, you know something? When you get across that fourth bridge, that's when you know things change, isn't it? Like whenever you drive across that bridge, it's like, all right, okay, now it's game on. Like the minute you enter Scotland, it's like a different world. Honestly, I lived up there for fucking hell, five, four, five years, many years ago, to be fair. But it's yeah, I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't go back and live there again. But it's a hell of an experience up there. Mate, I used to be in the uh, up in the Glasgow in the Arches and that man every fucking month, man. Like uh, Rob has been a real little scrubber around junk food corner, and like I've been, I've been in all the. When it comes to Glasgow, I've been as down and out as it gets, bro. Same <laughs> to be fair, mate. I spent a lot of time following. Um, when I was up there, I followed uh, Hearts and Rangers quite a bit, um, and yeah, you see some, you see some delightful places and in individuals when you do that. <laughs> Mate, the two boys, uh, the two boys I hung around with when I met, met backpacking, uh, they were best of friends. But one of them was Celtic, one of them was Rangers. But you wouldn't believe how best of friends they were. It was ridiculous. Well, I think the sectarian bullshit's sort of come to an end. Well, it should have come to an end now because I mean, you can't really hold grudges from sort of two, three hundred years ago. It's a bit fucking daft, isn't it? To be honest, I get the I get the locality I get the locality thing. But I don't really understand the religious thing anymore myself that's just me well uh that religious like sectarianism that was born obviously from ireland yeah going back to like as, as long back as like the 1500s and queen elizabeth the first it's just a shocking disgrace of like how countries can be corrupted when they're colonized like or man no one should ever fight over religion uh they actually do haven't they just assassinated the uh, head of the Sikhs in india Say that again, mate. Uh, hasn't there just been an assassination on, like, the head of the Sikhs? Oh, fuck knows what they're No idea. I don't, uh, sorry, uh, India's just expelled a Canadian diplomat a day over the uh, the Canadian government's, like, uh, thing. Yeah, the, the leader of the Sikhs in India's just been uh, assassinated or something. Just, just happened recently. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. It's crazy, isn't it? The whole, I don't know. Dude, that shit's mad. Uh, you want to go back to like uh, back in the day when Mumbai was Bombay, when your woman—I forgot her name again. Uh, I'll remember her name in a minute. Uh, but when obviously the Sikh bodyguards fucking killed the fucking prime minister, like a body, the bodyguards killed the fucking prime minister, bro. It's crazy as fuck, you know. Do you know after the uh, Amistad massacre? Yeah. I, mate, I, I don't. My, I don't. I've got to be honest. I don't know anything about Indian history. I am. I'll play. I'll plead ignorance here, but I'll. Uh, I'll trust that you're right, Robert. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude! I'm really well read on India. Like I'm like so well read on India. It's ridiculous. Like it's <laughs> one of my favorite subjects, especially partition and shit. You know. Yeah, mate. Yeah, whatever, whatever tickles your pickle. I guess at the end of the day, if that's what you're into. Happy days. Do you read a lot or not? I mean, I, I do judge a man. Uh, I tell you what, I judge a man by like very few things. I judge a man by his watch. If I meet him in 
physically, right? Yeah. In the present. <coughs> I judge a man by his shoes, right? Yeah. And I judge a man by, like, the amount he reads. Because, like, I think we all know that, like, what the phrase, like, well-read means. Yeah, I, I, mean, I so I, I'll read two to three books a week. I, I tend to do, I do them in sort of factions. So I tend to do two, two non-fiction, then a fiction. Um, and a lot of it's sort of modern-ish history and all that kind of shit. Numbers and all that kind of thing. I love me Alex Cross and, and stuff like that. But I wouldn't say I wouldn't deem myself to be well read. It's just it's a hobby that I enjoy having, if that makes sense. I don't really do it for anyone's I don't really do it for the benefit other than enjoying it, to be honest with you. Well, that's that's far more books than like the average person would read. Oh yeah. Uh, I've... I've been following the numbers about like reading and like tapering off and especially with school kids. I've seen this myself. And you know what's amazing, Doug, is a real like high level educator, right? Real like top level business, top level, you know, university students, et cetera, et cetera. Like I'm reading doctorate level English now. Uh, the, the kids that read are the kids that succeed more than anyone I've said this time and time again on these spaces, and I've said this, I think, the B bands and stuff about kids and that, a lot of B bands. Literally, though, the kids that read are the kids that succeed, right? And it's, it's, you, you have to, you have to, honestly, especially in the modern era. When I was a kid, we didn't have the iPad. Right? We had these shitty little game consoles that were pretty pants, right? We're running batteries and shit, right? There's no charges in those days. <laughs> we had batteries, and when the batteries were gone, you were fucked for days till you got some more. Like, we had to read. Like, I lived in an era where we had no fucking choice but to read, right? Yeah. So, therefore, like, that grows into a habit as you become, like, an adult or whatever. And, like, nowadays, with, with the advent of social media and iPads and everything else, to actually get your kid to sit down and take enjoyment in reading is not easy. However, if you don't really fucking push your kid, then you are doing a disservice because I'm telling you now, I've taught well over, right, 12,000 kids. And out of those, the 500 that were avid readers all did exceptionally far better in every subject and every aspect than those that weren't and fucking hated reading. And what happens is when they go to uni and they do these like mad tests and they need all this vocabulary, it's the fucking readers that have got the vocab. Like, like I cannot begin, Duck. Seriously, bro, from the bottom of my heart, as in just as an solely as an educator to say, holy fuck, with this skill. It's a bit like butchery, you know? It's a dying kind of skill or carpentry or whatever. It's a dying skill. It is imperative, people who have children, get them to focus on reading and, and get the enjoyment and the love of it and understanding the kids that can create this like magical world in their own mind of how they see what they're reading, you know? I don't know. I'm excited, I know. Yeah, no, I think you're right. It's weird that you mentioned the carpentry thing as well, because I... Uh, so I finished uni, what you know, sort of 15, 16 years ago. So aging myself a little bit. So yeah, 
back then and it was sort of obviously the internet was a thing and all that kind of shit but i feel sorry for the people now who go into the education system and all they have is online resources and stuff i mean i spent fucking hours in the library and stuff at uni years ago and all that sort of stuff actually learning rather than just trying to find what i was being asked if that makes sense a lot of the education now is answer this question not necessarily learn about not necessarily learn about it if that makes any fucking sense at all no 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 it makes absolutely perfect sense i do when you were talking there like you took me back to like me writing me bibliographies and that holy fuck that was I remember like a 40,000 word dissertation, bro, man, right? A oh, fucking holy moly, man. This entire, oh, dude, the, the, the days where you had to spend like 72 hours, three solid fucking days, like trying to put this shit together. Like the hard, like now I don't even, they've probably got programs and apps and that that do it now for them, you know. They probably do. I mean, because I remember we had to run when we were doing our dissertations at the end of everything. Everything obviously had to go through. It was just when like plagiarism software had just started becoming a thing. So everyone was sort of cacking themselves that what they'd written may have been written by somebody else and fucking so on and so forth and all that bullshit. Um, but yeah, mate, it, it, it could take you like three days to write a proper bibliography. That's not the actual thing itself. That's just referencing what you've used. If you did it all Darling. fucking yeah, it's mad. But it's, oh, it's ridiculous. I've dude, I've still got all my work now, and from periodically I do go back and look at it. Uh so I did a, a HNC, I did a HND, uh, because I only went back to uni like later in life, you know, because I went off traveling when I was a kid not. Uh but yeah, I did a HNC, HND, <laughs> went to uni, etc. Dude, I go back and I look at me shit now and I look at the the hours and hours right that i had to put in i cannot comprehend now as an adult <clears throat> part of me do and now obviously i'm talking about even when i was in australia picking fruit my work ethic has always been exceptional and the thing is listen to this my brother went to uni and fucking hated reading right and just hated any textbook or anything in life right him uni was a party right but like, bro, he's he's literally never read a book since he's fucking left. He never read a book in like the build up, and uni was such a ball ache for him. Like, just because he couldn't get his head around the very fundamental basics that you have to fucking read in university. Your first year book list will be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's when you have to go back to your flat or whatever, and you have like basically a wheelbarrow full of fucking books. I don't. I, do you know what? I don't. I don't miss that though. I'll be honest. I mean, I, I probably I enjoy reading. I don't think I enjoyed the read the reading as much then as I do now because I do it purely for enjoyment now. Whereas it was for a, I, I guess a goal or a purpose back then. And you know, Doug, this is why I can't read. Like, like I need to read. I need to read about real life stuff, right? I mean, I'm gonna say. The, the only book that I'm going to put any credit in, right, would be Lord of the Rings. And that's because Tolkien is the number one genius, number one linguistic uh, linguistic expert in the world that's ever been, that ever probably will be. And I read it at such a young, early age that it propelled me. 
I would say in my like reading ability, it took me six months when I was like just turning like 11, right? Totally changed my life completely. How I like, I really grew up on this book. Like, I changed my life. Like, this is a Harry Potter story, right? But apart from Lord of the Rings, Tolkien, and the thing is, I think because when you've done that so young, nothing's going to come close. That's one of the big problems. And I have tried, I just get bored really quick when I know it's not real. However, I'm obsessed with real life stories, hardship, like pioneers, buccaneers, smugglers, pirates, all wild west, like shit, international ship, like uh, sailing, exploring. Like I am fucking obsessed with every single tale I can get my fucking hands on, bro. I love history so much when I've literally just been learning by heart, like the last, like, thousand years of the english dynasty from like henry the second yeah yeah no i get no I, I tend to do a lot of it's autobiographies for me when i do the the non-fiction stuff so I, any cricket player or rugby player that re- releases a book i'll read that I'll read pretty much any leadership book i can get my hand on just because of what i do for a living and yeah it's I guess it's just pure self. I probably use it more for self improvement, and then the like, I say the the fictiony stuff. I do it for the enjoyment side of reading. I guess there's not that many biographies or autobiographies that I actually really like. To be honest with you, sports wise, no, uh, I, get it. I, I I just I, I get that, but I I just enjoy seeing how different people got to almost the same point from very different backstories. Especially, have you, uh, have you read Black? things? Have you read Blessed, yeah? George Best. I haven't. No, it's about oh. I don't enjoy I don't enjoy football at all. What? Really? Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. No, I'm a I'm an egg chasing cricket fan. That's literally what I am. So I don't I'm very middle England in terms of my sporting preference. <laughs> Dude, I mean, we grew up with cricket on the TV, like in my house, like constantly. Uh and even when I went to Australia, like obviously I was at the Wacker and stuff, right? In the Lucky Shag with the Barmy Army. Uh, but I don't know whether, like, it's Thailand did a weird thing to me. Like, I came in and I didn't have time for like everything. So, like, I started prioritizing things. And, like, as, as my time got more busy, like, I'm busier with the dogs, with like work, with what I'm having to really do out here, which is actually quite complicated sometimes. <laughs> Believe it or not, I know I talk shit, but you'll be surprised. Dude, I go down on so much shit. Like I like I literally got down to like UFC. That was like it. Even Formula. Like I, I literally just didn't have the fucking time, man. Bro, it's crazy. Dude, you know something, Doug. Listen, you live in England, right? I'm gonna tell you. The pace of life for you where you live is insanely fucking slow. Even when you're driving around in your car and everything, I remember when I first went back to England after a few years in Thailand, and I was just like, holy fuck, everything's so slow. And then literally, dude, I'm not shit yet. Like, by the end of my holiday, I was like, holy fuck, I've got to go back to Thailand quickly. And it is because the pace of life out here, like the pace of life like begins briskly with pretty much everybody, like 6 a.m., like the place is alive, like blah, blah, blah. It's like a fucking work and colony. But like, honestly, dude, I've never known the months like flat. Like I, I kind of say the days drag here, but the weeks and the months fly by, bro. And I really do mean that. Like 
the days seem so long sometimes, right? Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but it's really weird compared to England. Like in England, especially like the seasonality, the dark nights, yeah? No, I no, but I spent, again, it's what we now fucking a year, year after I finished uni, I spent a year working in the city. And I I grew up, and I still, I still live now, down, right down in the ass end of the southwest. So pace of life for us down there, like even compared to London, we basically go backwards in comparison to, to like London. So yeah, I, I get what you mean. I, I I enjoy it. I enjoy just the take your time, don't rush anything. I to pack the banking bollocks in years ago. I'm, I own I own a couple of joinery companies now, so we are very much old school, very slow. Things get done properly, steady, steady. No rush. It's nice. I enjoy that though. I, I couldn't. I couldn't live the other way around again. I don't think. I how did you get up... the crypto? Like, what? How did you, you get the crypto? Like, what was your backstory in the crypto? Since anybody else wants to come up and talk, hello, Timmy. <laughs> uh, would have been twenty seventeen ish, some of that. A good buddy of mine that I grew up with got in relatively well, quite early. I think he was sort of thirteen, fourteen, some of that. He got in, and he emigrated over to Canada and he came back over and just goes, oh, just, just have a bash. So we're fucking about on the apps and stuff. And yeah, um, that's me really. I don't know. Great. I still, it's not my sole purpose. It's not my main income provider thing. So I don't really pay a great deal of attention to it. I was really, really fortunate with, um, with Luna back in the day because it meant I could pack in my day job and launch my own business. Um, so I'll, I'll always be grateful for crypto, but I just, yeah, I couldn't ever do it as a, I don't know, as a sole income creator, it's probably the best way to do it. Cause I don't take it anywhere near seriously enough. I like taking the piss too much. Yeah. It's uh, it's not exactly uh, well known as being the most reliable thing on fucking planet earth. Is it, uh, by the way, shout out, got a few more people in the room. Shout out to uh, Timmy, uh, Geeks, Freddy King, Coin on a Page. Can you see our uh, blue check mark? See that we got the blue check mark like a pleb? See that pleb? We've got the blue check mark pleb. See that big bands? Uh, eventually. How long did that take me to do on Friday? Holy fuck, I wanted my, I was doing it live. I wanted my life to end. Seriously, it was the worst experience of a KYC I've ever done. Anyway, yeah, man, like, Dude, I'm going to say this to you. I worked at this like same language school on the weekend. It's uh, the language school above uh, British Council in like Siam Square, like in one of the main areas in Bangkok, like huge fucking place. Hundreds of kids every weekend, you know. And I worked with some of the coolest cats in uh, Bangkok. Like like I worked with back in the day, uh, 2013, 2014, uh, through to like uh, 2019, like late 2019, I worked with some of the coolest cats going. But while I was there, obviously you can imagine like I've got all these different nationalities, male, female, blah, all walks of life, these teachers I'm with, right? Talking and chatting and we're going out for drinks and stuff. I got told all about Bitcoin, man, in 20, big before Memgogs, obviously, 2013. Uh, I watched the kids get their shirts rugged, right? Uh, same happened again in 2017-2018 like I watched new people come in and this is like what five years later four years later and I'm just like no attention and then 
COVID came and I lost my job and I saw the crash and I paid attention to what was happening with QE and stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh. And I mean, I did. I, I spent way too long. I wish I just aped in. I spent like seven months researching crypto, like looking at the difference between POS and POW, like consensus mechanisms and making all these notes and that and being a right fucking retarded pleb cunt. Like just thinking I was what I was. I had to be a geek. Like, you know, that, that was me thing is like, oh, well, you must know what you're getting into. And like I knew how much runway I had with me, like real life and me savings and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, I had a few grand, which didn't last that long, to be honest, with COVID. because uh, I lost my job completely. But I literally by the December, by the by it was after the election. There was another dump after the March 2020 uh dump. There was another little like slant on the election, obviously, political uncertainty. Then there was like a comeback, and honestly, I nearly aped in, and then I waited a little bit, and then I aped in. But but I'm lucky I did. I did really well. Like I remember getting my first three X on XRP, and like shit myself for doing a little dad to the house. And I, I was trying to like market sell it, and I couldn't click the button quick enough. It wasn't working, and I was like, "Woo, what's going on?" Like it, like what what was this? So this like early 2021, right? If you look at the XRP pub, early 2021. Like proper little virgin. So what's that like two and a half years ago? Man, holy fuck, those two and a half years have been fucking insane. We're fucking minting out music NFTs and that now, apparently. I don't know what the fuck's going on anyway. I just chill with bay bands on them and try to have a laugh and see what happens. And then whatever content people give me, then I can try and make an NFT or whatever. Or Margaret, I'd like say no. Anyway, that's my story. Like, look, I ignored it. I could have been in fucking years ago. Fuck my life. I'm glad I didn't get in before Mount Gox, to be honest, because I probably would have lost it all. Uh, I'm probably glad I didn't get in before, like, that 2017, 20, uh, 2018 ICO shit. Uh, I'd have probably been rugged in fucking life then. I'm glad that I've, like, got all that history to look back upon and go, okay, where do we go now? Anyway, shout out the audience, man. Why is everybody so quiet? What's is Tuesday a religious holiday or something? What the fuck is going on? Like, is I, I remember, I think, I, I think it was late 2011, I think it was, or early 2012. I remember being at uni, and there was a bloke there, and he was it, it, little stand in the atrium thing and all that sort of stuff. And he was talking about Bitcoin, right? So he's talking about all this, bullshit. and, and he was like treated like a Jehovah's Witness. He's like, mate, shut the fuck up. Please just shut the fuck up. Uh, we don't need to hear this. And you sort of fast forward 12 years, you're just like, maybe I should listen to that guy. I probably wouldn't have to work anymore, but, you know, never mind. Kind of is what it is. Have you read, uh, have you read Bitcoin Billionaires about the uh, Winklevoss twins, yeah? By Ben Manzara. No. Have you read that yet? No. Uh, it, you wanna you wanna read it and read the lens that they went to, to like uh, what they did with oh what they did like with our seed phrases, other keys, uh, and how they split them up, how like what they did the the equipment, like the opsec of the Winklevoss guys back in the day talking like twenty thirteen was unheard of just off the chin like you really need to go and read it's called uh, bitcoin billionaires yeah 
you're not Ben Manzaraki. Did the uh, 21, you know, the, the the Vegas, taking down Vegas, with, with, uh, your man, Kevin Spacey and shit. Uh, he's done a fucking few excellent books. Anyway, dude, yeah, it's a great one. Timmy, you've jumped up, son. Fucking hell. At last, you've sat with fucking me and Duck. Me and Duck's been keeping this show going for 45 minutes, waiting for you. Tardy fucking walk, play cunts. And we have Timmy at last. Thank you, son, for fuck's sake. How we doing, gentlemen? I've been, I've had a multitasking morning, so I couldn't jump up right away. Timmy, I'm going to ask you a question because I sent it to them yesterday and they haven't fucking replied and I'm really angry. Uh, the outroar. Uh, what do you think? Be honest. And I'm going to mute. I need to turn the fan off. Wait a second. But the outroar, have you looked at it yet or not? The outroar? About... No, no. The outroar... The out... Wait, i turn the fan off. Oh, 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 oh. The yeah, outroar. I mean, I listened, I listened to everything you sent me. I'm excited. Right. I want to I talk with you, though. I still don't know exactly what we're doing. You've given me little info. But... Uh, I know, I, I know that. I know we need to talk, and um, that's why when you've came up, I'm like, oh fucking hell! Well, we're supposed to be having a call right now, me and Timmy, but like, I kick this one off. Uh, the spaces, just, just. For, I'm, I'm open the rest of the day, so whenever you wrap this up, we could hop on a call. You know, Timmy, it's it's just a case, right, of of putting those six things together, like literally, uh, like we just. Okay, just making sure that there's like the tiniest like little gap, you know, perfection kind of like between one track and another. Yeah. Like I want the thing is, uh, yeah, it's the the intro and the outro. Uh, I mean, I asked Phil if he wanted to redo the intro. He's like, no, because it's in the outro, and I was like, okay. So I, I guess I don't know. Uh, small space, I guess, doesn't matter. Our Am I making like a music video for this, or am I just stitching them together? Are we doing animations no, no, or like a lyric video? That, that, yeah, what's the? That's it. We just need them. We just need them stitching together, right? Okay. Intro, cool. intro, one, two, three, four, and outroar. But it's the transitions between the tracks. Yeah. To me. Yep. I didn't well, think I could do any any decent transitions, so it needs to be somehow that one track would end. So you're not on a proper EP, like on a record or something, proper parlophone shit. Like you'd that like one track would end, and then it would just go around a couple of yeah. times, and the other one would start. But I was like, I know Timmy can do this. I'm like, man. not not only have I done video editing, um, I actually did DJing for a while in high school, so I can I can definitely make that happen. When did this happen, Robo? When did when did like Finn film? Is this just been what you guys have been slowly working on over time, or was this a sudden like, you know, let's record some shit? Like, did Finn no, just no, wake the, up one day? The EP, the EP was first discussed with Rack FM uh, back at the beginning of March of tw- of this year, and then we dropped the first one uh, for four twenty for the Omniflix launch. Uh, we did it. It was a POA. So it's POA like uh, number three, proof of attendance. And it was kind of like just a, a monumental thing for like uh, Finn to see like his music distributed like there's so many wallets. I think we had like nearly 300 wallets apply for the proof of attendance for Finn's like first track, Imagine the Smell. Uh, since then, he's released uh, GM Fam. 
uh, we did. I mean, we've done these crazy things where we did it. We we dro- air dropped it for the from the bottom of our heart to all uh, Dow Dow stakers. So anyone who's staking like Dow the token would have got like GM on Juno. We're still trying to like we were talking to tell us to see if they could display them and stuff. You know, to try and get some marketplace action, but. Uh, then he's dropped uh, plunder that that sold really well. We started burning off like the last copies, but wow, that did really, really well. Plunder. Then he's just dropped little nightmares, which is the f- so. Dude, I'm gonna it, make this so sick. <laughs> I have so many no, ideas. I'm me, just looking at them. To me, this is the last uh, EP. Uh, sorry, this is the last single, which Wait. is. Uh, which completes the EP on Omni. So now, and already I've been on testnet today, now we are already ready to deploy the next EP on Stargaze. The Ooh. next EP is going on Necropolis with uh, Backbone Labs on Terra. And then I think Finn's got like another idea of what we're doing. However, his first EP, I've just been uh, well, registering and sorting it out. On sound.xyz. Uh, we're going to be on Ethereum there, but he's also going to be on OpenSea on Polygon, just so that he can see, like, go the like the wrecked uh, crew and that that's mostly like on Polygon and shit yeah. right now. And be like, look, the music's now on Polygon. And like, so it's, I mean, it's, it, it, you know what? I've said this before, Timmy, right? And the thing, it's, it's bigger than me, it's bigger than him, it's bigger than Ambedo. Like, put together, the collective, we like realize that, like, all oh, right, okay, oh, okay, we might we might have something here. Uh, this kind of works. Nobody needs to like. Nobody needs to be the boss. Nobody needs to tell anyone what to do. Everybody seems to like put in the graft. It's like, well, okay, well, what what do we do with this? How do we build? How do we take it further? Right, Robo, do you know what time zone Embedo's in? Yes, he's on Central Time. And okay, also, cool. If, also, if possible, will... wait, when we chat later, Robo, if possible, if he could join, if he's around, that'd be dope. Um, I'm curious how he made this artwork. Depending on the program, if he could give me like the source file, I could do some really cool, like subtle movement of like the various elements in it to the beat. Um, so yeah, see if he's see, around the, later. The thing, the thing, the worrying thing is, because this is going to drop on Omni, obviously, the worrying thing is, though, about the size, because we did some uh, DJ, you know, oh. the, the rap with DJ, yeah, DJ Iraq. So uh, Brasco did all like this uh, animation and rendering, and we could not get it down. So I think... There's, I think uh, it, um, there's I like think a file size limit. It's pretty about, low or well, something. Stargaze and that's tiny. Uh, Omni, this is why we've been on Omni, though it's really big. I think it's 450, 450 meg. So it's quite large, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, the, the, the thing is, the wraps themselves as MP4s are not that actual, not that big, right? No, and if it's a static image like these ones you sent me, the video barely adds any size to it yeah so you should definitely find out what size we have to be under for stargaze i should know that going into it it'll be helpful well um, well this this is not for stargaze this is for omni so we're oh, in the so 350 did you say or 450 uh, 450 yeah i mean to me okay, that's to- pretty doable that's that's not bad actually i know like a lot about compression and stuff that's that's pretty reasonable 
You need to tell me. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six finals. You need to tell me if the ending is shit because I put that together on fucking InShot on the top. So, like, wait, I haven't, I I put the ending up yesterday, right? But I know Finn's. Finn's not doing well right now, guys. I want you to know. I mean, it, it, this recorded. I'm not going to say that much. I'm just going to say Finn's under a bit of pressure right now. Uh, he, you know, he's not in the right mindset, but he's like still like knocking out all the shit. Like his work ethic is unrivaled. Just as long as he always remembers that us as community members are here to support him, right? And, and like, you know, we're, we're always going to have Finn's back kind of thing. That is an immense like support network for him, bigger than you would believe. Like, like we are, trust me, right now with Finn's life, right? We're the people that we're the community that's going to carry him through, right? On our fucking shoulders. I, I'll date myself if I have to, but we're going to do it anyway. Timmy, if we can make this, this is going to be so impactful. This is going to be really like, like, Gonna make a big difference to me. I mean, who's done this? Who's done four tracks and then an EP like this? Like unheard of. Like especially Cosmos disc tracks, right? I was just listening to the outro. No, I love it. I love it. I think I it's great. Him and the Raccoon Gang. I'm a fan. So the see, thing we, that we're putting on OmniFlix is going to be. Timmy, Timmy, did you see the clown on the outro or not? Did you get the clown? Did you see the clown or not? Is that the variant? Hold on. Yes, oh yeah. Clowns. <laughs> It's like one frame with a pop like- art. <laughs> cool, cool. So what what we're gonna what we're gonna be doing is one single video file that's the whole EP in one on Omniflex, correct? Correct, yeah. So cool. intro uh, one, two, three, four in Thailand we would say Ning Song Sam C and then the outro and we're done to me. That's that's literally it. As long as we can just go from one song to the other, where like there is that little kind of gap, but it looks good. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. I knew Timmy was the man for the job here. Like there was no one else I was gonna ask. Like I have to say I've been Ever since it first mentioned this, and then it was like, right, it was going to have to go like together. When I like, I knew, I was like, you know what it is. I know for a fact, like Timmy's got to come in and step up and help the rocks out there. I knew for a fucking fact, Timmy, you're there. Yeah, the man I want to come to. Hundred oh, percent. Before I got like full full blooded crypto, I was known as the video guy. Like that's what I've done since since I was a kid. I remember like using uh. God, what were those cameras called? Like, I, th- I want to say Flip or something. It's some shitty little camera that was popular back in the day. I'd like point it at my TV and be playing my Nintendo and like make videos and then like all sorts of shit. Um, but I just realized it's funny because I'm not really doxxed. I've actually never like none of you guys have ever seen any of the music videos I did or anything like that. Right. I don't think I've ever. Did you did you do the jaw one? Who did the jaw one? Was oh, it you? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was oh, ridiculous. That's hilarious. Finn Finn actually really likes that. You know, that's one of the funniest things about it. Is that Finn really loves that? The funniest part is that Joe hates it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he, he immediately DM'd me. He was like, "Make that video private." <laughs> <laughs> But yet he's looking. 
I guess it's fair, right? His face on a bunch of people dealing coke and. <laughs> but then he loves he loves his face being on like Dorquan. That makes yeah, no sense, yeah. does it? <laughs> it's on the investigation in his home state. Right? Dorquan's on the investigation in his home state, right? And then oh. all of it. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! So right, Timmy, we'll end the story about the video. Because uh, we are going to airdrop it. I see Tardy Grids down there. He's, he's going to be getting one. I know who's got them in their wallets. I'm telling you. Little Nightmares. The thing about Little Nightmares is like, this wasn't anything to do with like Cosmos. This is like just about Finn. However, EP2, which is all we're getting whitelisted for as well, is just going to be so good. Man, his first track, Kosovo. Like, I, I, I'll give you two words. Gadigan, Madigan, Gadigan, Madigan. Oh, my God. He bends this stuff, man. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. He's a last style bender. But, yeah, man, to me, this is like, the, this is like kind of a monumental moment, the sign-off from Omniflix. Like, they've been so gracious, and, and they've always knew, like, what we were doing. Four, four EPs, four blockchains, like, one album multi-blockchain, et cetera, et cetera. Like, yeah, I mean, I kind of wait to reward the people, like, who've supported us, you know? And then uh, I assume I'll be getting my 75% of all royalties for the video work, of course. Well, you'll have to talk to Joe about that because uh, apparently he reckons... Joe! He's got ro- I reckon he's got royalties on Ambedo. So basically, like, last Whoa. night... Uh, last night we tweeted off the official account. And he's like, uh, oh, uh, I hope you're going to be thanking me in kind for like everything, like the, the coffee house, crypto, shit house, fucking show, fucking uh, talk and bedo about. I'm like, bro, dude, who are you? <laughs> that sounds like he was trolling, right? <laughs> oh, of course, of course he was. Of course yeah, he was. Okay. <laughs> but he was. He oh, was don't, don't you tell me Joe's gone. <laughs> Evil he was chasing, oh dude, he was chasing clout. He was chasing, hey, talking about chasing clout, we've got Mia. Uh, Mia, can I say something, son? I've been wait, wait, wait. real quick, oh, wait. just before you move oh, on. Sorry. Joe is the only person on crypto Twitter who I feel like can shamelessly clout chase, at least in my opinion, because I know to my core that he doesn't actually give a shit and it's all like a parody. Like, he doesn't care about clout. So whenever he's doing all this, like, like he'll make a post about being, like, in the SEC report or about this or that. And, like, I think some people might take it seriously, but I love it because I can just see the, like, sarcasm in the words or, like, the self-aware irony. I don't know. I love it. <laughs> that's, because, that's because Don makes him look good, you see. So Don plays the Bond villain. <laughs> Don, Don plays the Bond villain, right, if you think about it, yeah. And like, don't like, is that like guy sitting there like, Mr. Bond, dive into my shark pit, you cunt, you know? So then you look at Joe and Joe's like, uh, do you want a burger? Uh, do you want a sandwich? And you're like, all right, okay. Uh, mm, which one am I going to choose? I mean, dude, I'm not being funny with you. If you ask if I want a drink and you've got a cup of piss and a nice cappuccino, what do you think I'm going to take? Come on, Timmy. Dude, and I will say, I don't know who's doing it, but it's pathetic whoever's running that Max Green Candle account and, like, deep faking Joe's voice. Like, come on. Come on. We want the real Joe. You know that's Joe, don't you? That's, you know that's Joe actually trying to do that shit himself. Nah. Oh, my God. 
No, that's what he wants. That's what he wants you to think. That's what he wants you to think, Robo. But I don't buy it. No, that's not. Max is far too smart in his etiquette to to be Joe. You know. Right, we better welcome the we, we better welcome the speakers, but uh, me and Timmy's gonna have to have a call in a minute, yeah. Uh, but Fairy Fairy King came up first. He just started following Rack FM. I wonder where he's been for the last fucking eleven months of pleb cunt. But never mind. Uh, welcome, Fairy King. Hello. Hey, Robo. Yeah, I've been like trying to navigate myself to the space a bit. <laughs> um, I, I've been struggling with uh, things like uh, managing a DAO and having people collaborate and stuff with me. Um, so I, I'm trying to actually like do things like with Yilmos and stuff. Um, I want to try and Bro, get you need a good to... compass. Bro, you need a good compass. That's what you need when you're navigating. A fucking good compass, bro. That's exactly what you need. And that compass doesn't have to be the tra- in the traditional sense, you know? But anyways, what specifically is up? I've been working with the Yieldmost team a lot recently, and I also have done a lot with DAOs, so maybe I can help you. No promises, but... I I just wanted to be a bit fair. I'm trying to get, like, a distribution to bring, like, bring communities together, right? So ideally, with what I understand from what Yieldmost does is that it allows me to um, basically distribute percentages to different places. And um, yeah, I think it'll bring a, a lot more good vibes and energy to towards what we really want to to see crypto do right now. Um, I know it's it's a bit hard for me to talk right now because um, I haven't got anything tangible to show people um, as I've just been ideating. So I, I don't know. Maybe we could work together, and maybe someone can like guide me into <laughs> the right direction. I've been trying a lot, um, and I, I think it's like about time that I get something done, right? So are you trying to like create a new token, maybe like a DAO token, and then distribute it to various communities through Yieldmost? Is that or something like that? Am I in the right ballpark? I, I'm not sure whether it needs to be tokenized as yet. Um, okay. I, I think what, what exists, we can deliver content and have that distributed to maybe like certain uh, validator nodes that are providing stability to the ecosystem. So if, if, we, if we can do that, then I mean, it's a good start and a good foundation for, for everyone, right? Yeah, keep, keep exploring it. Um... And just feel free to like ask people on Twitter or hop in these spaces if you get to a specific thing where you have a question. Usually there's someone around who can answer it, especially in the bear market. Most Timmy, of the people left. Timmy, 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 you're trying to be nice. You're trying to be nice. Is there anybody else in the room that didn't understand a fucking word of that? Because I'm like, wait a minute, what? I mean, I'm not a fucking dipstick. I'm not. I'm not a total fucking pleb, but like, well, bro, no, I, I, I actually got what he meant. Him, I mean, Fairy King. Part of what he meant is that he doesn't have anything solid yet, so it's obviously hard to articulate. Solid what? Solid what? what? Like solid what? What was the topic? Like the main overriding several theme? Uh, Robo, so basically when people purchase NFTs, um, you can distribute for sale, right? So if a person comes to purchase like an NFT, um, for example, maybe Finn wants to like put out some music or someone wants to put out a message or whatever it is, then we can take percentage and distribute per sale. And that would uh, also allow us to use things like auto compounding 
and build a treasury, if, if that makes sense. So we have a way to keep consistency. Okay, now I understand why, why you were talking about Yale, boss. I just got a bit distracted. I was like, what? Wait a minute. Yeah, man, sometimes on these Twitter spaces, man, you've got to get to the point, man, sometimes, bro, you know? Like, not not, not just me, everybody included. Like, uh, wait a second, Let, let's get a few other people up. They've been waiting. Uh, and, and Doug's been very patient down there. But he, he kept us going earlier. Mia, good morning to you, son. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How you doing? Dude, I've listened to your voice, like, so much over the last, like... 72 96 hours like it's ridiculous like you you particularly and you and jimmy oh it's been hilarious you you know you're on about like fucking 80 of those wreck clips that finn sent us all like wait jimmy is in the otter is he back around or a different jimmy dude i've just already completed with full metadata mp4 just completed a collection of 10 there's a hundred of them getting released 10 copies of 10 nice wait Weird. Weird. We've got Wreck Jaw, where you've got no idea what's coming on Wreck Clips. Uh, th- listen, this has been Finn and Ambedo's pet project since like nearly the start of the year, maybe before, right? You've got Wreck Dotter, <laughs> you've got Wreck Zerker, you've got Wreck Jaw, you've got all, you've got Wreck Dorkorn Holy, and these are all like one on one individual artworks by Ambedo with like clips live from spaces that are just so good. Like it's like I've been and man, this collection, like this is we're stealth launching, we said. Stargaze, no, we're in the DMs talking like like they're ready for it. Like it's gonna be hilarious. I kinda wait for you. And, and like Rack FM is trying to take a step back a little bit because like like it's not now really to do with like Rack FM, you know, not like the raps, etc. Like the things being pumping out, you know. Uh, which he was like wanting to put on like Rack FM for like the Web3 aspect kind of thing. Like I, I'm like, ugh, I just want Finn and Ambedo to take like the, the press for this, you know. I'm just the daft cunt just sewing shit together in the background and minting shit for them. But man, this collection is done. It's ready. It's already uploaded the lot. I tried on testnet today and I had a little fucking problem. So I might go back and have a look tomorrow, but uh, get so ready for it. It's going to be on Stargaze. And are there, so there's audio fire, files attached attached yes and they're all from us nice, from spaces nice, nice. all of us like uh, ambito's been busy dude. he's been a busy guy and there's already a four done in v2 so again v2 will be on a different chain like but the the, the thing is is in this interchain uh concept mirror that we all have like supposed to be going to become a reality very soon and ics 721s you say terror take a move and interesting cosmosm, etc. Like, aren't we gonna be able to just like put in like certain NFTs where we want in the future? The very, very near future, by the way. Like I'm hearing before the end of September. I mean that that's that's a big step forward with uh interchain NFTs. And I think I mean it it opens up the door for a lot of opportunities. I mean, it's you know, like with the rec bulls trying to get off of Juno and, and it just makes, makes things a lot easier for, for projects to do really, really next level stuff. Anyways, have you, uh, have you been paying attention to polka dot at all? Robo? Uh, not a great deal. Did the unlocks happen or not? Did the parachain unlocks happen? Yeah. It, I what? think one of their, I think their biggest, um, 
decks is uh, moving or, or or jumping. I, I can post an article. I saw uh, a couple of people talking about it. Um, it just seems like there's uh, with the, the bear market's really taking its toll, and there's a lot of uh, unsatisfied uh, early investors. Let's put it that way. Dude, and and con- also keep, people keep like forgetting though conference conference season is at its height. Like people overlook the very fact that and Sheldon's here to talk about polka dot, uh, but like you're gonna see massive dumps before Cosmoverse. Like, I don't care what you say. Yeah, I'm, this little this little jump on Adam up above, you know, seven whatever seven twenty five. What it, call them bullshit. Yeah, I mean it, it happened it, it, it happened it, even Tether printed a billion dollars today. Oh really? That's why. Billion dollars out of thin air. Yeah. I mean I, I so, and, and for anybody who still doubts me, in this current market with finance being investigated with everything that's happened, can you think of a single person outside of maybe like North Korea that would actually give Tether a billion dollars right now? Because I can't think of no. a single one. No, and I'll, I'll tell you something as well. There was a great article uh, talking about uh, Ethereum uh, becoming, obviously, the central, like, uh, DA level, uh, data availability-like level, right? Because of the very fact that, like, these L2s have built on them, like Arbitrum and Optimism, and, and that are functioning, even though the way that they do work, et cetera, with their proofs or whatever, but the very fact that now you're seeing like this emergence of like strong L3 like dApps that are being built up there, like there's a lot of people talking about like, well, is Cosmos going to be, you know, redundant given the fact that they have got fuck all users and if they even like already have like the vast majority of the users of the TVL, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now, Sheldon, I know you're giving your thumbs down. You'll get your point over in a minute. but. All I'm saying is that that conversation's out there. I'm not saying I agree either way. I'm saying the conversation's being had. I read an article on it like 48 hours ago. Uh, and so I, obviously people are having it and saying, well, look at you know the success of Arbitrum and Optimism. And do we really need this like inoperable, fractured, you know, split liquidity, fractured liquidity system that we're saying over there, like blah, blah, blah. Anyway, before we go on, Timmy, go, go on first. Anything? Uh, no, not, not really. It's all right. I know I people few, few people. Uh, Mia, do you want to jump in and say anything before we bring in new people? No, no. I want to see if Sheldon had anything on Polkadot. If, I know. I thought he was more in, into near stuff. Well, okay, I'm, bro. I'm, the dot IOU. I'm, I'm around. Sorry, go ahead, bro. Well, we'll we'll bring in Sheldon. I think maybe Sheldon jumped up when he heard like me talking about polka dot. We'll find out if that's right or not. If I've misread the room, uh, Sheldon, you jumped up very quickly there, son. Yeah, um, you know the the idea that they would turn off pair chain auctions was like something I, I've been looking forward to for a while because it was kind of the like acknowledgement of a lack of market fit to be like, oh hey. You know, we think we're the best thing ever because the number 127 is a hard limit and therefore we're going to squeeze all you guys for it, even though there's not 150 pair of chains who are capable of getting into an auction. So I, I did think that was really wise and, and worth doing. But at the same time, 
it does put a lot of pressure on some of the smaller entities that like you know had lots of investment from uh, dot seed investors and other people who kind of had like you know dot capital built into them and didn't have a lot of other capital built into them so um like polka world kind of acknowledged that they're shutting down recently but i i think the big move that people kind of noticed and and that was uh you know uh, largely misunderstood was the adaptation of uh, zk evm uh, pallets on polka dot so the aster parachain that's a-s-t-a-r they connect with more than 20 different blockchains they do a whole heap load of work they're really big in japan Sony's their like, you know, big brand partner in Japan, so they're doing something right. Like, that's all well and good, but most people see them as moving to Polygon. That's largely like just a misunderstanding of influencer labeling and stuff like that. Um, I, I'm not sure if that's what was being referred to, but a lot of people have gotten confused by this. So I, I just wanted to set the record straight. You can see it in their tweets. They were very clearly like, hey, we're not leaving our parachain slot. We're just adapting part of our stack to be able to function with Polygon ZKVM. So I do I do think that's really good. Um, but yeah, the entire ecosystem is under a bunch of economic pressure right now uh, because they you know decided to make this sort of like maturity move, and you know it means that their economics are going to be dicey for a little while. But I think it's just going to put more pressure on them to focus on some of these things that Rob had been talking about, like ephemeral blocks, like the idea that you could sort of temporarily buy block space from the equivalent of the hub, which is, you know, their relay chain. Like they, they do have some, you know, interesting things going for them, but there there is like a, you know, really serious shakeup going on over there. Yeah, thanks for clearing that up because I saw that um, Ryan Sean Adams of Bankless, he tweeted out something about, about that Ashtar and Canto. And then there was a lot of comments underneath that tweet about well they're not really leaving polka dot well they're doing the zk evm so i i think you kind of nailed it on the head that i think that ash ashtar they're more of a, a multi-chain project right and, and so are, are are they more DeFi centered or do you know no they're like they're almost their entire offering is bridging okay. is saying like hey if you develop applications with our unique wasm oh, okay then it's like the you can use our like xlr or polka dot something like that right yeah basically i mean like xlr has its own connections with polka dot but aster has always been the sort of like more on chain you know not as uh leaning on centralized planners and stuff like that like they're pretty useful, but they they are um, they are slightly different from XLR. They they do a lot more work, like to keep up with you know many more than five blockchains as they make updates and you know be able to have like application level interoperability with them. It's it's difficult. Um, they they do really interesting stuff, but yeah, like there's a couple of spinoff companies with them and and other things like that because. It is confusing. Like you, you have to buy deep into the ecosystem to get the real benefit that they're they're kind of there to provide. Cool, man. Thanks for clearing that up. I, I mean, it, it's a lot to keep track of, with it, you know. And but I I just heard a lot about it. But I mean, I understand. It, it's I mean, it's kind of happening everywhere. It's where large large projects and teams are just reassessing, you know, what their roadmap's going to be for the next you know year one to two years because the 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 dynamics of everything have changed since you know 2021 
just want to just want to quickly welcome just want to quickly welcome uh, all the new listeners uh, at, at your woman B bands busy guys should be should love to be up but anyways just enjoying the convo uh, but we mentioned a few kit you could want to come up the mic's open uh, daylock especially the mic's open bro coin landing page mb we'll see you all general general's mum and our general's mum he's a nice woman he's he's a na- your man your man's a nice woman so he is now so he is who else we got? We've got Zap oh, we've got one of our devs down there, man. We've got Zapdos, man. Holy fuck, this kid, man. Guys, anyone in the room though, if you're not following Zapdos, like everything that you experience on Rack FM and enjoy uh, Rack FM, Rack Bet, right? <laughs> the Rack Casino and enjoy. Your man's responsible. But uh Chris has come up and now he's had some uh, NFTs out. And your woman's being caught juicing. Uh, is that right, uh, Chris? Your woman, what's happened to your woman? She's been caught juicing or what? <laughs> Which one are you talking about? Valentina or... Uh... No, you're the other one. What, what's she in trouble for? What's, is she getting disqualified? She isn't she? I thought it was for juicing. No, I didn't even look what it was for. I just assumed it was juicing. If, if that's the case, that's news to it, me. I've been traveling that- the last two days, so I haven't, I haven't been paying attention. I'm sure, dude, about 15 minutes before I put this show on, I was, like, scanning the YouTube, and then, you know, you get, like, the headlines, but it's not, like, the video, you know what I'm talking about, like, the news. And I'm sure she's been uh, suspended. Sure. Well, you know what we'll do, Robo, if uh, if that's the case, and she's been caught juicing, we'll just create some juice NFTs and airdrop them to everyone that bought her NFT. Imagine the smell. Imagine. Imagine the smell. Oh my goodness. We love smells over in the fucking trash can. I mean, yeah, we were born there. We've had to drag ourselves out, fucking fist by fist. But anyway, we, we're doing okay. How was things with you, Chris? Apart from that, are you okay? Yeah, doing great. Doing some traveling. Uh... Woke up in Lexington, Kentucky this morning, looking at some property, and uh, I'm about to listen to you guys and dive into this Omniflix TV. I'm going to try to create my first interactive video today. I haven't had a chance to sit down and look at it since they launched, so that's on my schedule for today. My wife's at a conference here in Lexington, and uh, I'm going to take my dog to the dog park, do a little bit of work on this NFT stuff, and then go look at some properties this afternoon. So hope you guys have a wonderful day. I'm just kind of here listening in. I'll chime in when I can. Fucking fucking tank came in and requested in fucking two point three fucking milliseconds. Holy fuck! I've never seen anybody enter a room and fucking request as quick as fucking tank did. Uh, Jesus, how, you, t- dude, your thumbs must be on fucking fire right now. How does your fucking phone cope with that? Like seriously, are you the Flash? Is it tank the Flash or something? I hope you didn't flash in real life. Can you imagine that? If he's like really fast as fuck and he runs around in like an overcoat and nothing else, just flashes up people like, tank the flash. Tank the flash, are you there? <laughs> We're having a serious discussion tonight, tank. <laughs> What's up, fuckers? You can probably tell we're being really serious tonight. Oh, we've had all the hot issues and topics of the day. Oh, I mean, it's going off big time, bro. Big time. What are we talking about? What? What? What are you talking about? Dude, coffee's good today. 
The phone can handle it, by the way. I got that new iPhone. I'm just joking. I don't have that. Well, dude, I listened to, I've been, I've been sitting to me, I've been listening to these rec clips because I've been making this NFT collection for Ambedo and Finn. Like, they're just data dump shit on me, man. Like, they just say, oh, there's 400 clips. There's fucking 20 pictures. Go and help yourself. Go and find what you can. So I've been skimming through the shit. There's this bit on this space, dude, where your man talks about uh, the, your woman having the coffee, uh, coffee enema. I mean, I, 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 I've traveled the world, right? I'm a man of the fucking world. I'm a proper geezer. I, I mean, I'm not shy. But like putting coffee up your ass and like cold coffee and then you shit it straight back out. Like, like I'm, I, I I'm sorry, like, like because your woman's a model. And what's the principle behind this? Is this like the sunshine on our balls? It's the colon roll. I literally, I've not been listening at all, but when I heard coffee up the butthole, I tuned in. Any drug you put up your ass is like 10 times more potent than another administration method. No, so that's no, no, but your woman's worried about that teeth. I mean, she's worried about, like... Just bro, you worried about like, the oh. taste, so you're shoving beans up your butt. Oh wait, wait, wait! No. Yeah, I was like, wait, you're worried about your teeth, so you just wreck your asshole. <laughs> I did actually. I got a tip when I was young about like coffee in your teeth. Apparently, even just like a drop or milk, a drop of milk or two or cream or whatever is infinitely better than black coffee. And if you just have at least some something in there, it's like twenty. It's still not great for your teeth, but it's like. A massive improvement over black coffee. So don't worry too much unless you're drinking black. I, you know, it's gonna, I'm gonna say something you guys are gonna think less of me, but because I'm married to a dentist. Uh, I'm uh, don't worry about it. I already do. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, I actually drink coffee like right now. I have uh, uh, a plastic or not a, a metal straw that I drink my coffee through so it doesn't hit my teeth. Do you have to hide it from her? No, I, like I, no, I'm serious. I drink coffee through a straw when I'm at home. When I, when I can, like I drink it through a straw so it doesn't hit my teeth. Oh, oh, to avoid it hitting your teeth, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Well, anyways, yeah, but so, coffee so up the I'd drink, I, I drink through a straw. I'd, to me, to me, I drink through a straw, straw, but for opposite reasons, the tank is that I've got none left. So I've got no fucking choice. <laughs> Well, now I'm just thinking about the terrifying caffeine rush you'd get if you put coffee grounds up your butt. Good lord! So, I mean, I've heard, I've heard it helps with like dietary shit, and I mean, obviously, like I'm not talking about shit as in like the proverbial shit, you know. Uh, but like, right? I mean, okay, your woman wants to like worry about her teeth. Fair play, fair fucking play. But man, like every morning. So, like, when we all wake up on a morning, let's be fair, we all need a fucking coffee. Me, myself, I normally need three big ones before I leave for work. So I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. What, how many liters is your woman having here? Like, like what, what's, what, bag, what bag size would I need? We like, come on. Who does that shit? Who gets down on their hands and knees in the shower and sticks a pipe up their ass like fucking, and then, Holy fuck, man, this is the, like, humans know the wonder we deserve to fucking die. Sorry, I'll hand the room over to whoever wants to fucking speak. Kyle's joined us. I've got dietary problems. I want to try it. I've never tried it. But, I mean, for the exact reason of being able to 
Broad red dragon fruit exists. Like, honestly, listen, Sheldon, I swear to God, just eat red dragon fruit. That's all you need. Holy fuck. In 45 minutes, bro, you're going to see your soul looking at you from down the bottom of that pot. And you're going to go, oh, what happened there? And then, dude, that will be it. The rest of your life, you'll never be in the elevator. But I mean, I got prunes plenty, so I'll try any fruit. Dude, prunes are a Middle Eastern rug. They're rugging you, man, to make you fucking fat and uh, have a fucking pussy, have flaps and that. Sorry, Tank. Go on. Go on. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say, by the way? Um... Prunes make you have flaps. Prunes are for women, man. It's like cranberries and all. Cranberries are for fucking women and all. They're not for men, man. Damn it, now I'm going to look at prunes right differently. Prunes and cranberries. Prunes and cranberries are for women. I'm telling you. Ain't no man in my family. Ain't no man. Hey, listen, there's only two men in the world I trust. One of them's not you. <laughs> uh, there's. I'm telling you, there's only... Hey, I've only ever seen women eat cranberries. Uh, the, the, you know, yeah, the proper cranberry shit. Or uh, what was the other one? Prunes. I'm telling you, bro, no, no man eating that shit, man. So we're, we're eating goats and that, and then we're just going to... Wait a couple of days for a big shit. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I forgot to do this yesterday, but can I can I give a little heads up, a little alley-oop, and a little bonus for everybody that listens to Rack FM? Uh, I pinned it up in the tweet, uh, in the nest, guys. If you guys want to do that giveaway, I'm going to do it here in like five minutes, and I'm going to give away 100 Kajura to somebody uh, on uh, uh, that giveaway. So not a lot of people know how to follow instructions, uh, and I'd rather obviously give away, I'm not going to lie, I'd rather give it away to some people that I fucking love. Uh, and the Raccoon FM is, is definitely some people that I fucking love. Uh, so if you guys know how to follow instructions, I'm going to do that giveaway while we're live on this Rack FM. Uh, 100, 100 Kuji, just to celebrate All I got to do is tag two friends. I'm already, I'm already following both of them. What else I got to do? I'm, I, you got to follow instructions, dude. Tag, retweet. Follow Kuja, myself, I'm, IBC gang. I think I already post. did this. Why? Comment why you tagged two friends. Oh, okay. Anyways, Tank. Yeah. What? Mia. Yeah. Mia. Uh, answer the fucking question. Answer the fucking question. What movie is that? Can I, can I, if who can name the movie? Who can name it? No. Look, he is. He's all struggling, aren't you? What's in Braveheart, isn't it? Just answer the fucking question. You can't handle the truth. Oh, oh, is that Ghostface? Oh, he's Ghostface bugger. If Ghostface was up by then, he would have he answered with that one. He knew it was Braveheart. Hello, Ghostface, son. What's up, brother? Good afternoon from Europe. Uh, mate, wh- wh- have you seen that Gaines uh, around the barrio lately? I've been uh, missing him. What, uh, he's been on the uh, Puerto Rican uh, podcast and shit. What's what's going on with you, man? I haven't seen that what's yesterday, bro. I'm, I'm in Poland, man. I've... Uh... I'm in the home of Don C, and I'm not talking about Don Cornelius. I'm talking about Don Kryptonium, but he doesn't. He he's avoiding the ghost. Doesn't want to meet up for food or anything. I'm in the heart of Poland. Do 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 do
Du, 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 du. What are you going to vampire? Du, 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 du. That shit works different out there than it does in the West. Uh, very different. Anyway, Ghostface, how are you doing well, yeah? Are you doing all right? I'm doing well, man. I'm, uh, I'm good. Got here uh, yesterday evening, and yeah, I'm suffering from a little little uh tennis elbow it seems like from all the golf i've been playing so my arm was locked up for about eight hours and it still hurts but other than that like i'm i'm doing well i'm here for for a couple weeks and uh visiting my my sister and brother-in-law and going to go to a, a big match on saturday and yeah just relaxing man so it's good to have my camera with me and I'm thinking I'm going to start another book, and yeah, we'll just, we'll figure it out here in the next couple of weeks. You'll stay stay at the hostels, bro, will you? For me, yeah. Do what now? Stay at the hostels, right? They're not too good over there, them hostels. Man, right? I've, I've never. I'm like Tank. I work too hard to to be poor. We stay in real places, man. Yeah, but have you not seen the movie when those fucking nice chicks like get you in there? They're like, "Oh, hello, come in here." We, well, I don't you know, to to, let I me... don't need to go to a hostel to lose a kidney or my life. I'm the first one to die in most movies anyway, so I'll, I'll let you uh, figure out what I am. Bro, those those fucking Chinese love those fucking Eastern European kidneys. You know those uh, Nordic vibes. I've got the Nordic and uh, Celtic and. Uh, Slavic vibes going on. They love that fucking bone marrow structure, fucking organ, all that shit. Anyway. Haven't I shared with you before what my father told me about travel? He says it all the time. He says, son, and mind you, I'm I'm older than you. So he says, if anyone calls this house, if they phone us and they're asking for ransom, you're on your own and you have to do whatever it is they ask. I'm like, damn, bro. I'm cut out of the family plan, huh? <laughs> Before we say hello to uh, our beloved Dirkit, uh, we have got our mate, uh, General's mum, uh, but we're not our favourite Kiwi, so I'm just going to introduce him as our favourite Kiwi, your man, uh, General's mum. Hello, son. Well, good evening. I came into the space and I heard Sheldon dropping some really good information about Aston Network, and the next thing I hear is we are sticking coffee beans up your asses. Is a new wake-up method. Uh, it's sort of like picking through feces to find expelled coffee beans from, was it monkeys that they do it for? I think, what the hell are we doing? Hello. Oh, dude, weasels. We, we've already had this discussion a million times, man. I just commented the day, didn't I? I've just posted the photos the day. Bro, so in, in Colombia, they do, it's a cat. It's like a rare, like, wild cat, a little bit like a mink, or it's related to the mink family. And the, the force feed them like they do the foie gras with the ducks, but the force feed them the coffee beans, and then the enzymes go to work, they shit it out, they wash it down, and the bean is powerful as fuck. But in Asia, Southeast Asia, those poor motherfuckers, we ain't got these fucking expensive fucking Colombian cats, right, to give you the most expensive coffee in the world. Bro, they use weasels. Now, weasels don't smell the best at the best of times. If anyone's ever been near a ferret polecat weasel, you know their urine fucking is not good. But they do the same bro in Vietnam. And I mean, I, bro, you know, when in Rome, what I've have, taken what part, become, I'm not going to lie. What have we become as humans that we're eating? We're eating coffee beans that have been shed out through an well, animal. Well, I like, like, 
I I like foie gras. I'll take foie gras. But but that's different because they cut the animal open. I mean, I, I, listen, I don't know how anyone in the room feels about foie gras. Kids probably going to come in and say it's perfectly normal, Robo. We can do what we want. But like, I, I, there's all this like drama, drama in the fucking world about foie gras. All me fucking restaurants in Bangkok's got a ban now. Can you not just let Robo eat some fucking foie gras? What's wrong with it? I love it. It's one of the tastiest things with a little bit of rocket, little bit of oil on the right bread. Holy fuck. Get the fuck out my house if you honestly, you pleb cunt, taking that away from me. Why? For something they've done for like four, five, six hundred years. Like, bro, get the fuck out of here, will you? With your fucking political correctness, think saving the ducks. There's plenty of them, man. There's plenty of us. We kill ourselves. We can fucking kill a few ducks to rob off foie gras. Basically, yeah. every room hits me right now, right? It's about foie gras. That's uh, interesting. Well, dude, it's banned the fuck out here now, man. It's fucking disgraceful. I read this article. It's banned all over the world, right? Fuck, man. We've been eating this shit for how long? Well, don't worry. Pretty soon we, not- won't be eating, we won't be eating beef either. You know, there's a whole transition it'll all be manufactured in a laboratory so you'll be happy the drama's not even over the way that we kill them the drama's over the way that we feed them so the fucking open their gullet and ram all this corn down so their livers get fatty like i'm sorry like we're top of the food chain like, like anyone that like wants to come to me and like talk to me, like, please, that's my main argument. We are top of the food chain. Sorry, and all that. Like, we build skyscrapers. Right? We didn't climb trees, you daft cunt. Like, if I want to eat some fucking nice shit, then I want to eat it. Like, damn, yeah. That's not the argument that triggers and all this shit want to fucking know. But like, that's just me. Is like, I'm gonna eat what I want to eat. Like, as long as I'm not gonna kill off a species, which is the bread for it. The weird thing is about foie gras ducks is like, that's what they're made for, like, so why complain? Anyway, Kit, reset the room, bring some normality in. You're probably going to go back to a point from like 25 minutes ago, but we appreciate it. That's what we need. I am so hung up on foie gras. Like, seriously? It, it, okay, is it, um, where's it banned at? When you say it's everywhere, it can't be banned in France. Well, they eat fucking horse meat. So, I mean, they're certainly not fucking fussy. Let's be honest with you. I mean, come on. They plow down on fucking horse meat. Now, I'm going to draw the line at horses like I do with dogs and I do with monkeys. I've said this for fucking 25 years. I've been traveling the globe. Three things in life I'm not going to eat. Because the horse was our first proper domesticated, like proper domesticated friend. And is sit like... Humanity wouldn't be what it is without the horse. Dogs, our best friend, obviously. That was actually the real first domesticated animal. Uh, but also monkeys are too close to us, you know. It's like I've been in Indonesia and that when they were selling like monkey meat. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going anywhere near it. But like there are three things I draw the line at. Uh, anything else, I'm game. And I'm proper game and all. Like, I don't give a fuck. I've eaten tarantulas. I've eaten every kind of fucking scorpion, grasshopper, locust, anything you can think of. Like, I'm, Robo's not shy, man. I play, not these days. Fuck that. I did it when I was fucking strong enough to do it. <laughs> Back when we had 
vehemente no estudos? Oh, the balls. Yeah. The balls. I mean, I had, I, I've had a few balls, but not, not the mountain oysters, like, but I've had other balls, yeah. I've had a crocodile. <laughs> I've had a crocodile's dick. I've had a crocodile's gubbing can. Attached or detached where you had them? No, I've had a crocodile's dick. Oh, no, no, they were cooked. <laughs> cooked oh, good, good. That's okay. But the uh, the crocodile's dick is a nice little delicacy up in Cairns, right? At the fish and chip shops and that. Yeah, I don't know. It's the last thing. Oh, well, what the here. fuck is happening to this space? I know, right? Jeez, I came in. All right, I was supposed to I'm just seven. working on the side tuning in every minute or two, and now we're on the crocodile dick somehow. Dude, I've eaten I some right crypto. I'm putting you on the spot here. Quick. How does crocodile dicks relate to crypto? Find a way. Tell me. Uh, because they taste like chicken and 90% of the plebs you meet in Cosmos Crypto are fucking chicken ass little bitch ass airdrop dumping motherfucking tag three friends pleb cunts. Sorry. Is that good enough? So transverse. Yeah, that was exactly what I was looking for, actually. <laughs> Wait, I, I I got a question. If we can pivot, I I, I do t- two. Go for it. Let's rock paper scissors for a tank. I'll tell you what. Right, let's make, let's move on for it. No, I just kidding. I was actually going to ask you this. I was actually going to ask you this tank. <laughs> so let me. I'll, I'll go first because it's quick. If you just saw on Twitter or one of us told you, uh, like tomorrow you wake up, um, Robo's been arrested and you might be facing life in prison. That's all the context you get. What would be your first assumption? Why? Fucking murdered somebody. Jesus. He murdered somebody. I mean, what yeah, else whatsoever, you get like, even though I've got gigantic dogs and big, like, lots of weapons, I'm not going to sleep the night, thanks to me. <laughs> well, what, what else do you get uh, life in prison for? Murder. Pretty much. Think about where he lives. I assume if you just cough wrong it could happen right it could be yeah it could be yeah you could cross the street the wrong way <laughs> or something but okay you go tank sorry um so i've been talking to a couple of individuals uh and, and i want to know because i'm ignorant and stupid with this whole uh native usdc uh, like people are throwing that term around native usdc in the cosmos ecosystem what does that mean native um... it mean, it, it... I, I don't think that's a marketing word. It's, it's fair. It's not it an ERC-20 token. It's a token that's issued on an IBC-connected chain. So Axelar USDC is not native because if something happens to Axelar, which is actually pretty centralized, Axelar's just like Wormhole or any of these other bridges, that token's kind of done for. Um, but due to the redundancy of IBC in the same way that like Cerberus is still on osmosis technically being traded, even if something happened to Noble, those USDCs that are on other chains that have been IBC'd would still be a native asset in the sense that I think Circle would honor redemptions for them. I don't know how they do that because right now they only have a redemption flow on Noble, but whether it's bridging to another chain or some unique situation that might show up, they're not Axelar USDC, for example, is not Circle's problem. Once it's gone yeah. through a wrapping, yeah, yeah it's yeah. out of their hands. But that's but you, you, I mean, hit, you, hit the head, you hit the nail on the head of what I was trying to get at. Like, I, under, I think I understand it. I'm not going to lie. I think I understand all that shit. But, like, my point of concern is currently, like, when everybody's promoting this shit, 
like you said, USDC is doing redemptions to Noble. If something happens to Noble, you're fucked. And does that mean that US like with USDC? I circle, think you're fucked. I think you're fucked in the very short term, but you're far less fucked than if something happened to Axel. No, I agree. With, I agree with that. But I was just trying to wrap my head around. Yeah, and I can't guarantee this because businesses always do shitty things, but I would think that in Circle's eyes, if you have Noble USDC on the hub, that is completely fungible <laughs> and one-to-one with any of their other USDC. Correct. Here's, Correct. here's, here's my next Correct. Timmy, don't Timmy spot on. Timmy spot on the redemption. It's the thing about native USDC though is all about redemption, isn't it? Right. Well, and it's yeah, the so whole I narrative. think you guys are right. And but here's my other and this is the stuff again, because I'm just like I'm trying to understand this. But with what happened with uh oh god, who was it that uh, was it tornado? What the, I think it turned out with the with the decentralized exchanges and then circle like freezing shit. It was Circle, right? It was Circle USDC that like froze shit. If we use yes, and with the so regulatory like money that was going through Tornado Cash, right? So with what happened, well, what's happening with regulation and like you know them apparently going after or supposedly going after Dex is hard and all this other stuff. Let's let's just say worst case scenario, they choose to for whatever reason comply. You, I'm talking about Circle, comply with uh, regulators. Could they just freeze? Any osmosis on Kajura, osmosis, anywhere? Uh, it's not that they... Not really, no. Because the way that they freeze... The way that they freeze US... And redemptions. What was that? I'm sorry. They can't, they can't freeze any asset. They can stop minting and redemptions. Yeah, the way that they freeze assets on Ethereum is because... Tokens are smart contracts, right? And so Circle owns the USDC smart contract, so they can go in and modify it on Ethereum and say, this address is no longer allowed to send or receive USDC. So whatever's in it is effectively frozen. However, the smart contract for the USDC token, A, I don't even know if that's technically how it works in the Cosmos, but B, it's on Noble. So if it goes to another chain, Circle doesn't actually have like direct control over how that asset behaves. They could just track those tokens and say, we won't redeem them, even if they get, and then they could also make it so if they ever go back to Noble, then they get frozen. Gotcha. Kit, chime in. Uh, Yeah, that's good shit to know. Well, I don't think that's that. They also don't directly have control over Noble. They are in, in partnership, but they don't have control. No, but they control the contract for their token on Noble. They're the admin for the USDC token, correct? Or yeah, maybe not. Actually, not. I mean, I would, I would hope so. Minting and redemptions. Uh, yeah, I would hope that they're admin of their their smart contract. No, they are. They are. By yeah. the way, they are the I admin on that yeah. contract. That means bang on the money. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they? So they could free stuff on Noble, I guess. Yeah, the reason I'm saying they can they can't control Noble is because Noble can also be used to mint other things. I think I'm following. Yeah, I think I'm following. Uh, Kit, did you want to chime in? Yeah. Um, Circle still owns the master standalone or the keys to it. Uh, Center is no longer standalone between Coinbase Coinbase issuance USDC. And um, even though Coinbase is ERC-20, 
ESCC is um, extended out to multi-chain, six chains, um, still being issued until October of this year. But that's all I had to put in there. Uh, there's a consensus uh, mechanism between three uh, bodies with the cryptographic keys for issuance, but essentially if all are combined for a single nonce to um, revoke access or shut down the continuing issuance so people would be doesn't redact the the merit associated to that chain of what is currently issued but it will basically freeze the funds until further so that there is that there is i don't say threat there is that issue I don't know what the right word the, is. The issue is the same. The way that they, they created it is the same as how cryptography and data is associated to. It is the same. It's the same as if you lose your own personal wallet keys and your master mm -hmm. key versus your 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 holder key is unable to combine the two to create your nonce. uh fuck I, there's so much stuff i want to i'm too stupid to ask the right question though let's just say though you're far better off holding that usdc than axbot right? yes it but depends yeah, it depends that. how easily you want to move it if, if you want to move it over to ethereum then it that it just yep. do you want to that's a huge do you want to keep it within the cosmos ecosystem then it's safer because it hasn't been bridged. If so that's a, that's another conversation, right, Mayor? So like, I don't but, think a lot of people so, understand if you do go into all of these, like say you have um, Axel or USDC right now on Osmosis on the private, you just had it sitting there because you've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this new USDC issuance. So people going into this noble USDC, I want to make sure like, it, so it's not that you can't just like go there and then like, deposit it onto your Coinbase account because it won't work. Not correct? yet, not yet. That was one of the questions that was asked. Um, Noble did a big spaces yesterday, Tank. I don't know if you I know. Did. I couldn't catch it. That's, yeah. yeah. Uh, th that was one of the questions that was asked. And I think they are, eventually they want to be able to turn that on where you can send your USD, your, your Noble USDC to Coinbase, but not yet. But so th that's the difference. Yeah. That's there's just some partnerships with XLR and different bridges they have to figure out. So the smartest uh, way for anybody that's trying to do that and get off XLR USDC would probably use like Squid Router onto Polygon or something. Like, what is your guys's? If you guys, if somebody was to ask you the same question, would you go Gravity? Would you go Squid? Uh, what's the other wait, one? What's the uh, question? Yeah, I would go Squid. Squid, right? That's what I heard a lot of people say. Squid. I mean, Squid but is XLR, right? Squid is. What's the question? Squid uses XLR core, but uh, or like it, it uses it, but it's it's not necessarily exactly the same. Uh, the question was like, say you want to cash out, you've been you've been holding USDC, XLR USDC, on whatever Osmosis or you know Kajira or wherever you were, and then now matter. you're you, you just want to get you want to get XLR USDC. You want to get out. you want to get off, and you want to actually off ramp. Would you mm. go, well until until like a couple weeks ago, my answer would be just sell it immediately through Cato, um, just as is. Like they had a direct off ramp from us for you. Right? 
they don't. They got rid of it, but apparently it's coming back. Um, yeah, that's the answer I hope comes back. That's but, the easiest. <laughs> but right now, I mean, somebody was telling me like... But yeah, right now what I would do is either... I would either like sell it to Adam and send that to Coinbase or uh, use something like Squid, Rango, TFM, et cetera, to get it Rango, into a right. USDC. I don't know why yeah, you're not talking about Rango, dude. We should, I swear that nobody like, ever does. my it's mind so weird. all the time. It's because I, I don't get why people don't, because it's what TFM and uh, Skip and like all these things are not Skip. Um, there's like all these sort of aggregator things. Only it's Cosmos plus everything else, and nobody talks about it. Like, I can yeah, get Rango's something beautiful. from Avalanche onto Osmosis. I can get something from Polkadot onto Ethereum. And then, and it, yeah, I really like Thorchain too. So anything that integrates Thorchain, I think, is miles ahead. And once TFM and, like, Squid mm-hmm. do that, I think that'll open up a big range of uh, swap possibilities. Yeah. yeah. Mayor, I just want to say... Thorchain, I've also I heard rumors... I've also heard rumors that Thorchain is going to be opening something to do with the Noble USDC. So that might be another way alternative to bridging where you could get Noble USDC into other chains or other assets. Like, let's say you wanted USDC on Ethereum from it or something that might become possible through Thorchain through a cross-chain swap in the future. Mm, yeah, do uh, Mayor. I just want to say, I, I, you, your name just got pulled for the giveaway. Tell me, you reposted, and you tagged two friends, telling everybody why you tagged them. Tell me, you actually said more than just tagging two friends. I did. <laughs> okay, because I, I want to look for it, but I don't want to look for it. I'm not gonna lie. I, <laughs> I, I said that uh, Kajira has the best uh, DeFi UX. And they are their team is the bomb, or their team is uh, that's that's why, or why okay. I tagged the two friends, or why Kajira is the best. That's that that was the little confusion that I had. But I, I put I put a reason in there, and I tagged a couple of people. Okay, cool. Well, congratulations, Mayor. You awesome. actually you actually followed directions, man. Hey, uh, have you have you been paying attention to what Manta Dow's been doing? That thing's been pumping a little bit. Oh yeah, the the squiddy squid squids. Manta, Manta Dow, and yeah, but the squid like a lot of mantas. Yeah, I don't know if this is. True. It's I like they're just building. Like, on like top. I've heard that like, a lot of the treasury was from the Kajira squids. And it isn't was, yeah. isn't a manta isn't a manta a rear? I thought the manta was a rear, or am I listening to a different? It's a type manta, of stingray, yeah, manta, right? Is it a cousin yeah. of the stingray? <laughs> it's a gigantic, huge motherfucker. I've got personal experience with these motherfuckers. Like I've I've literally fucking spear uh, spearfish one that I shouldn't have, man. You gotta be careful with those cunts. But uh, Manta though, Manta rare, right? Manta was around how long before Kujira? That's a weird thing. No, I I'm not sure. I was I was doing a little bit of dig a, digging on the Dow, and it was an airdrop to all Kuji stakers. And I've been trying to read up on it. They, they still have eighty percent of the token allocation is in the Dow Treasury, so. That's I mean, there's an article I can I can send you the article, Robo, if you're interested. But yeah, but on the on the old school guys though, like Mike and that aren't from old school. Or yes, what? yes, I believe they're old school Kuji guys. I think I'm not sure. No, the old school Luna guys. Yeah, right? Yes, yes, that's correct. 
I believe so. Anyways, uh, I the the TBL on Kajira has been slowly going up. I think I think Kuji's Kuji's doing it, getting it done right. Um, stay, well, yeah, they got the USDC. You know what's scary about Kajira? Did you see Kujira's that fucking out. incentive? Did you see the incentive they just put up for their yeah. USK uh, USDC pool? Yeah, it's like three hundred percent. They they incentive. I didn't know it was that much. That's not going to stay there that long. She, bro, it was eight thousand. I'm a fan of Kajira. I'm bullish, but their token actually needs to go up in price soon. They're securing a lot more value than like their tokens market cap is at the moment. I don't know if anyone saw that chart this morning that I think KG posted, but TVL has just been skyrocketing prices about the same. And luckily, because of the way Cosmos is set up, and in particular, the way they've incentivized decentralization, it's not like a huge worry. Um but there's quite a discrepancy, like discrepancy there. That too, yeah. yeah, it's a good thing in a way. Like it means that there's it's bound for an upward price at some point here, um, either that or an exploiter hack. But I, I, I believe the former. Why do you gotta say those bad words? Shut up. Bringing in the bloody Mary and shit. I'd like to kit you collect. I'd, I'd like you guys to. Uh, get dove back on for for an interview that'd be awesome i know he's he did a interview with don kryptonium about two months ago but i i, I mean I, I know he kind of stays under the radar because he doesn't like he's he, been traveling yeah he's been traveling and on like all that he's been having uh family not to put his shit out there but he's been just enjoying stuff with his family and traveling yeah. vacation which was i i feel like the amount of work that he's been doing and the team's been doing like any vacations and shit like that. He just got back, so probably probably have one soon. Anyways, they just answer some of that USDC stuff. The 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 whole how's the best way to move it around and stuff. I think it all depends on if you're planning on keeping it or how how quick you want to move it. It it is. I mean, I think it's an overall overall plus to have what you know the native tether on Kava and the native you know, however you want, native USDC circulating within IBC, but also... Go on, Kit. Yeah, go ahead, Kit. Kit's got a hand over here. Go on, Kit. I think Major is still, still speaking. Robo, can you hear Mayor or Coin Landing Page? Oi. No, 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 I just saw Kit, I, I just saw Kit with a hand up here, I log out, log by, jump out back in. Kit, can I? You can co-host me if you need, Robo. My attention is killing me this morning. So anyways, I was just going to chime in with the USDC and so forth. And I know everybody in here is in DeFi and everyone's a DGEN, but I'm just going to put a little bit of world world caveat because USDC is a very governed traditional finance world when we talk about on-ramp and off-ramping. So my caveat is the same problem that I came across when all that stupid debacle came around of Voyager, um, you know, one-to-one backing, all that bullshit that was in promissory, and there was no clarification during that time of the bankruptcies. Um, but we actually had a fiscal enrolled debit card to transition our USDC um, or assets into, um, you know, just basically being stored in a centralized platform, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And in that case of how we got our money back, um, the promise was 
of SPIC versus FDIC. Okay, so the insurance of um, crypto assets is SPIC, which has to be in the form of investings. But as far as fiduciary of banking, um, backing is the FDIC. So circle the one-on-one backing of a dollar-to-dollar ratio is held in a um, issued federal um, banking system to where you can go to any bank as long as you have a native USDC in crypto now. Uh, at that time, I had Metropolitan Bank, which is in upstate New York. You can actually go to a federal issues bank with FDIC and um, request your funds back in a form of fiat. One of your safeguard assurances. Um, does that mean that you have one already <coughs> available? Sorry, I took off. <laughs> My bad. Very gracious. But, Very gracious. You're welcome. Was that tank? Tank, you dirty bastard. <laughs> you have to look. Sorry. You have to put yourself on mute, I, I you dirty bastard. All that great information Kit was saying. I'm sorry, Kit. <laughs> oh, I'm you not pulled that one This back. is good shit. This is really good information. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It is. Go on, kid. Yeah, but at the same time, it's very technical. So maybe you should like. Does everybody understand this? Or does it just go like whoosh? I was just giving some caveats of how you can actually. Never mind. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm just talking to a fucking doorknob. No, I. I, I <laughs> damn. Look, here goes my doorknob mouth. Um. No, so to Timmy's point, because like I was my, initial, my initial thought though when I was talking to everybody was like, all right, if I want to get out of my position of you, like what, whatever it is, right? Like I would just probably do what I've done in the past, but maybe I don't want to do that because you know you're triggering a taxable event, uh, especially going back into Atom onto Coinbase or a centralized exchange of that matter to cash out, right? Um, so like, but what I'm trying to get at is like Tim was saying, I would just go back into Atom, put it on the Coinbase. Where you just flag taxable events. Um, well, is, is that the same is, thing though? If you do that with the banks kit, obviously, like it's it, actually yes, it is exactly the same thing with Coinbase. The only problem I have to tell you is make sure during all your transactionals through the chains, they are all native. So you go into a native wrapping instead of doing a bridging. Anything with a bridging null and voids your transaction and it's no longer backed. Yeah, no, going to depth, yeah. that's good. That's good. I don't think Adam. That's what I was saying about Axelar earlier to tie yeah. those points together. But to go into to to your steps of what you were saying to journey back into Coinbase, right? Like, and I could be wrong. Please correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. But I, I think from my experience in the cosmos, uh, if I grab Adam pretty much anywhere in the cosmos that's not like a LSD or anything like that, and put it in my Kepler wallet. I could just transfer that straight from my Kepler wallet to my Coinbase wallet via Atom, and it's the same, like it's the same chain. So you don't have to worry about that. But if you're fucking around with other things like those stable coins and issuers and stuff like that, definitely make sure it's the same chain. But correct me if I'm wrong. It's, it's, I've never. Have you guys ever had a problem with that? I will say I've had a problem with the time that it takes for. Coinbase to clear things, especially with Atom, it's fucking ridiculous. So, like, that scares the shit out of me sometimes. But I've never had a problem per se with Atom. I know this isn't the specific question you're asking, but I have just 
given up on central exchanges entirely. I prefer to do a couple extra on-chain steps and just use Kado for everything. So even if I have something in an asset they don't support, again, I'll just check Rango or Squid or whatever, check like the four or five different uh, stablecoin cash out options they have, see which one I can get it to cheapest to. Uh, and that's just been like, a major improvement in life rather than waiting for the multiple steps of like first the exchange confirming they have it and this and that like they're also pretty quick like whatever banking system they have set up you know why a couple days i can't i just want to add this you know why before you go because i i, I want to hear what you have to say about that you know i why i prefer I, I i'm with you i don't i wish i didn't have to but like the reason why like for a lot of people especially here if you guys have llc's like you you, you uh, I'm not giving you guys advice and to do shit. Do whatever you guys want to do, but you probably fucking should. If you're in, especially if you're in America, you, you and you're operating in this place, you should probably have an LLC. Like you're running validators, you're running something, uh, and you're you know trying to run a, a legit business. You could go on to Coinbase and create a business account, uh, and like their 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 backend recording and, and stuff. It's just that's why I like to use it because it's it it makes it cleaner for me. Um, in, in organizational standpoint, uh, if I went through Cado, yeah, I just, you could do all that stuff, but like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't like the time so and stuff like that, but at the same time, not, I don't want to cause problems. Thank you talking about the LLC though. The, the thing is, uh, when I listen to Nettadow talking about it, I say Poroboro down there. I did uh, dive into the Marshall Island stuff and I'll tell you what, it's not fucking cheap. I mean, no, you've it's be not. But well, you got to understand, uh, like, you got to understand the where you're coming from with your LLC. Like, you know, like for me, simple content creator, I can create in a state. Uh, like, I can I can create everything here in on shore LLCs. Be absolutely fine and shit like that. Like, I'm not I'm not doing with the DAO and what poor world that Netta DAO is doing and all that. I'm not doing that. And so, like, but like same. No, but like, it's the same. Like, wait a minute. One one LL, one LLC in the Marshall Islands is the same as another one. Doesn't matter what the fuck you're doing, like pretty much. Yeah, you still got to have the same like capital in the bank. You've got to go through this. So I was like, wait a minute, are you telling me that Adele really went through this? Like the Marshall Islands, didn't Adele and them really go through what they're like? Because uh, I know what it takes to gun there, and I'm like, wow. I don't think like, it's. Is it the same? I don't. I've never incorporated outside it, of like the United States because all my businesses are inside the United States and shit, and I haven't had to. But. They've got to have thirty k. They've got to have thirty k in the account to start okay, with. Right now, my like when I started up IBC gang, we didn't do that. It's not the same. No, I'm just saying about uh, about Nettadow and the, the the Marshall Islands. Like I, I, I was like, okay, this sounds interesting. I'll go and look at it, and I'm like, wow, okay. Like really went and researched it, and I was like, fucking hell. Like there's that many hoops you actually have to jump through. It's like quite surprising, actually. Like, dude. Really, so Panama is much easier than the Marshall Islands. Much easier. Yeah, you need a care of address for fuck's sake. Costs you nothing with the right solicitor, the right lawyer. Sorry, Kate. Go, uh, I would love for you to chime in because I know you know a little bit about this stuff too. I don't even know where to start. I'm. I'm already. I, I told you guys my my attention deficit is a little bit off this morning, so I'm a little everywhere. Um, what Tank was just mentioning, I'm. I'm just shocked you can actually go into a different island for only thirty k. Uh, most of them, the cheapest one that I found was two hundred k. 
um, out in uh, St. Kitts. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fine when you've got the money. That's not fine when your plebs like us that like, want to start a DAO legally, you know, with nothing. One of the things when it comes to LLCs and trying to enter into the ecosystem of crypto, let a, yeah, alone a Web2 application, let's say, like, for example, you have an LLC, it's a business account for commerce, you're utilizing PayPal for your on and off ramping for your, you know, your, your widgets and so forth. Uh, I've come across the issues where I had a legitimate, um, you know, LTD, LLC associated subsidiary, everything was funneled through, um, you know, business entities. But overall, I am a, a signer for as an officer. Whenever there was a problem to be disclosed, I was held liable by PayPal under a business account that I had to pay the difference. I'm like, okay, what's going on? So I had to go through a legal lawsuit to associate, no. No, you guys did your paperwork wrong. I am not held liable. Is it within the company? Blah, blah, blah. It was a big fuckery. So with that, I just imagine all this issues of how we are utilizing the legacy systems to transition into uh, a Web3 application, but yet we don't have our shit together. Well, I mean, I think that's the, that's the rub, right? Like we got to figure out Mass adoption is like, it's so funny because I think a lot of people like, I don't want to use the word conflate, but I think they definitely confuse like the, the vision of what mass adoption should be like or is going to be like. Like it's not going to be like this light switch on off. Like, oh, we did it this way. Now we're going to go this way. That's not how this shit works. It's like a gradual evolution and merger from web two into web three and, and how to, you know, it's, it's, you, you're gonna have to use LLCs and stuff like that into gradually, you know, LLCs and what we know them to be will become something maybe different in the long, as technology and as these structures and blockchain. Tank, that was an accident. I'm sorry, bro. Fuck you, Tank. No, no, what were you saying, Tank? Technology gone in the future? Because actually the LLC conversation is really interesting if you go and look at Panama. Like, we shouldn't be having this convo if you didn't get a look at Panama. They make it so fucking easy on so many levels. Like, why is someone like Jake living in San Francisco, right? And trying to run down there when he could be in fucking Panama. Come on, Jake, get with the program. Anyway, sorry, Tank, dude. I didn't mean to cut you off. You were saying something about technology and LLCs. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I might have cut myself. I don't know if I hit the mute button or not. Um, dude, I, I I'm just saying, like, the application, the, 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 uh, applying all of these things uh, into Web3 is going to be, it's going to be grainy. It's, like, it's going to be bumpy. It's not going to be like this, oh, we go from here to here kind of thing. Like, in order for mass adoption to happen, we have to start finding that merger of, you know, what currently LOCs are and how they can protect us uh, as individuals and, and businesses as we kind of evolve and find out what businesses are sustainable and what ventures are like, like validation and stuff like, like I know, I'm telling you right now, I know so many validators, not just in a cause, so many validators that do not have an LLC. That's scary as fuck, not only for the ecosystem, but that's scary as fuck for the people that are touching those validators. Like scary as fuck, because if, if and when, because it happens to always be that way, and I'm not trying to scare people right now, but if and when Uncle Sam comes and says, hey, motherfucker, 
you were actually profitable because they were hoping to one day be profitable. They're going to go, how long were you operating this motherfucker? Where, where's, where's your incorporation? So how much do you owe me personally now? Cause you were you're like, you know, you gotta be fucking, you gotta be thinking about this shit, man. Or even, even if like content creators, right? Oh shit. We got a big fucking, uh, grant or we got this, this some fucking crypto given to us. Uncle Sam's going to come up to you. Like he always likes to do, put it in back pocket and be like, Hey, by the way, we can actually go back, even though you don't like it and tax the fuck out of you, even though like, you know, like they, they'll find a way to get you and it will not be fun if you did not protect yourself 100%. Well, so- yeah, you mentioned two important words. You said Uncle Sam, which is like very, very important because obviously we all, we all should be aware of FATCA. The very fact that the US administration chase people around the world. I've just had to go through the biggest bank and dramas in my fucking life in the last four months. Like, I'll tell you something I'm going to say right now, Tank. This is something I really don't like, mind, and uh, I'm not going to blame you guys, but I'll blame your administration, yeah? Uh, You have, like, when I want to go and get a new bank or we have to go through these updated regulations or blah, 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 like, you put me through so much shit to prove I'm not American. It's so fucking weird because all of the Thai banks are so scared about doing anything with any American who's not going through FATCA, who's there. How can you say, how is this morally justifiable, right? For the fucking US to say, right, you're gonna go and live in a foreign country, you're gonna go and provide a service for all the people, not US citizens, you're gonna pay a tax that's gonna be used to upkeep Thai roads and blah, 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 but, you must send money back to us. The FATCA law, F-A-T-C, is it, that was brought in way back when, probably about 20, uh, after the financial crisis. Really interesting, isn't it? That after 2008, all this like legislation came in and FATCA was one of the big, big legislations. I remember yeah. going you're through right. you're my, I remember. You're not gonna outrun them. You're absolutely right, Will, but you're not gonna, you can start and start a like, and you think that you're gonna go somewhere else. Like, oh, I'm gonna go to Portugal, and I'll be fucking fine. Uh, uh-uh, uh, motherfucker, they're gonna follow your ass. I fucking promise you, and it's gonna be living hell wherever you try to go to because all of them don't want to fuck with Uncle Sam. Dude, I know America that go through some ridiculous extents to get around exactly what you're talking about. There, coin landing page. You got your hand up, corner. Jump in, son. I I don't know how it is with America and and like or or US and uh and different countries but I know that for example if you're from Europe and you want to become a tax resident somewhere else there's a couple rules um or like a couple things to pay attention to and like most countries have a DTA with each other that's a that's a, a double tax agreement um and it depends on on some requirements for example if I were to open a company in Portugal and I want to become a tax resident over there, then I have to uh, spend at least 180 days, so that's six months, uh, in Portugal to become a tax resident, and then I'll have to pay my taxes to Portugal and not Belgium. Since no, 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 FATCA, no, 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 dude, you're missing the point. FATCA ignores everything and says, 
you owe us what you owe us because you're an American citizen. We don't give a fuck about any of your circumstances, anything that's going on. We want our share. Like I'm saying, are not kids over here that are hiding fucking everything they can? They've been yeah. hiding their fortunes for the last 10 years, bro. Tell me. Like, it might be like that, but like, I would definitely suggest to double check with like a tax advisor and to be super sure because there's always like these little rules that completely change everything. For example, like the the 180 days rule, like you you read this everywhere. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Wait, wait one second. Wait one second. Fatka at the time of its launch, like 2011, 2012, targeted 70 over 77,000 banks worldwide 77,000 individual banks worldwide that went out there and they said you know what you're never going to do business with America you're never going to do business with the American dollar if you don't report every fucking citizen inside out like a coin on a page I'll unmute in a second I just want you to really know like I know what I'm talking about and I know FATCA and what it's done over the last 10 years and what an infringement on a person's right to be at the migrate. I'm a migrate, I'm an immigrant, right? Or an emigrant, whatever you want to call me. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm a, uh, how would you say it? Uh, a laborous uh, migrant, aren't I, right? I've moved for labor purposes, yeah? I serve a function here that other people can't, right? I have American friends that have done the same. Why shouldn't they be allowed to come here and pay their taxes here for their upkeep and their life here? Why should they pay for their shit back home that ends up going to Ukraine? I'll unmute you, so coin landing page. Sorry, I just need to get this. I feel really strongly about this, the fact that they go after me American friends, and I'm not fucking happy about it. I think it's a dirty tactic because the British government don't do it to me, and if I want, I can go non-dom. But the Americans are not left alone, and that, that pains me. Anyway, sorry, go on, coin landing page. Yeah, so wait, can't yeah, you unmute? You muted me again. Um, so, so like, like I was saying, I, I don't know about FATCA, but um, I, I would assume that there's there, there should always be a DTA because if, if not, then like it, it's a big reason for people to not be a US citizen anymore. Yeah, but it's not that easy to go through denaturalization in America as it is elsewhere, right? I, I, I don't, I don't. So I don't know about all that, but like in general, most countries are all the same. Especially with stuff like this, is like they all want their cut of the taxes, but they have agreements with other countries that, like, okay, if you do spend your the most of your time somewhere else, then you're paying your taxes over there. Um, I don't I don't know the intricacies and details either, but I do know that America's expat tax is unique in the world among other countries. Some yeah. something about it or various aspects. Yeah. Timmy's right. Other you countries don't... might have similar things, but the US expat mm -hmm. tax tax one is the most like extensive, thorough uh, something. I don't know. Again, uh, not my you you guys you guys in America don't have one second, you guys in America don't have the straightforward non domicile, which is like abbreviation non-dom which is like all, all of the people in the house of lords all these rich mps all these hierarchy and you know well-to-do upper class in england 
they're all fucking non-dom same like cameron's father and everybody else right which means if like you spend 180 days or something out of the country per year you haven't got to worry about anything but you can go back and you can fucking holiday there six months a year i mean england's only good for six months a year the other six months is a fucking piece of dog sheet sure but no but they've like built this like they do they've created this perfect system right yeah so the, the last thing i wanted to add because in 15 minutes i'm gonna have to go is that if, if for example for me if i want to be a tax resident in, in in portugal um since i'm a belgian citizen and i have a job that's that's fully remote so it's abroad from from portugal like it completely completely changes the requirements and i don't even have to stay there for 180 days right you said you were busy you said you were going off uh dude what did you think about corporate soy coming in the rock fm the other week looking for you and then like, oh, what you haven't replied to this like thing I sent you. I thought he was being a bit of a dick the other week. Uh, uh, what did no, you no, no, no. It's an inside joke we have. The thing is, I, 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 I have a lot of things to do for Neutron. And so he's, he's constantly like bugging me with, oh, can you make this illustration? Can you make this? Can you make that? And I just say like, come on, man, put it, put it in my dashboard. I made like a, a special dashboard for it. Um, but uh it, it's 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 all fun and games it's all okay like uh, i i bug him with stuff he bugs me with stuff. oh dude i can he tell you man, this guy, in, like it's it's a nice team it's a really nice team he came in swinging his dick and i'm like hey yeah hey, calm down son who you fucking talking to nah, Fuck nah, nah, not at all i didn't i didn't perceive it as that I, I it's more as like a fun like i'm chasing all around the office trying to find coin landing page I, I I see that as very fun and not necessarily arrogant or anything. I'm only joking, son. But he caught yeah, you at the water cooler. He caught you caught you at the water cooler with the raccoon, right? Uh, no, he, he caught me at the at the toilet at the dumpster of the office, you know, <laughs> with my headphones and my my, my phone uh, listening to the space. Yeah, we've <laughs> we've just been we've just been joined by a new guest, and he has a new moniker. So apparently Bruce is the like the hero of the uh, Cosmos IBC moniker. He keeps giving people these like names. And uh, apparently today Bruce is known as uh, unemployed Bruce. Is that right, son? Oh. That is absolutely 100% correct. You lost your so, job, bro. So the government came and shut down a place of work with the four days of notice. Oh, so. shit. Back to being just a regular old bag holder. Do you know what I do though? In that situation, <laughs> in that in that situation, you know what I do, Robo? I go and buy a sack of potatoes. You know, a big sack. Like whatever. They're about fucking 25 kilograms or something. The big sack of potatoes. It's gonna do you a month, son. Uh two trays of eggs, right? Go and buy big bag of rice. I hope you got a rice cooker. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, and right? You're not going to work. I'm telling you, you, you can live on potato, eggs, and rice for fucking months, bro, man. Some pork bone soup, get the cheap bones, boil them down, man. You can, when you want to, see, Bruce is used to the high life now. Aye. He's been hanging around with Terra Spaces too long. Like, Bruce is a lost cause. He's got to get brought back down to reality, and this is the way it's going to happen. And if he can't economize and provide for himself, he hasn't even got independence, unlike Robo, 
then he's a pleb. So Bruce, good luck, son. <laughs> Bro, I've been I've been living off toast ever since the first day I've met you, man. I've been pumping everything. Everything I've been I've been in fucking the deepest dark depths of fucking Hades hell, man. Toast and cereal, man, will get that shit can give you every nutrition you have in the what you need in the world, I'm telling you. You can live on toast and cereal for at least a good 12 months, bro. Still, still very, very terrible. Anyways, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a, all right. No worries. No worries. Dude, I'm a raccoon. Dude, you'll meet, you'll meet very kids like uh, me. That when I was a kid, kid, uh, yeah, I actually lived on what they call hardship, like because I ran away from home. And then I wasn't old enough to be like under like proper care, but I wouldn't be anywhere. I was under this like unique thing like at the time that they called like hardship. You get like twenty six pound fifty a month. Uh, sorry, yeah, twenty six pound fifty like a week or something at the time, and you have to pay like everything out of it. Holy fuck, man! I lived from like fourteen and a half, nearly fifteen in like this like kind of managed accommodation kind of thing. It was like quite weird. Like, you're not 16, so you can't legally look after yourself, but you can't live with your parents. So, like, there's only one place for you, this place. And you know something? I think when you live like that, when you grow older, though, you don't need many creature comforts. I'm quite happy with egg and chips, me. Like, I'm I'm quite happy with, like, like honestly, I mean, I love a bit of meat. Didn't get me wrong, but, like, I can eat egg and chips every day for a month and not complain fucking once because it's fucking delicious. Anyway, we'll have to get some more people up, Bruce. You're boring. What's uh, what's been happening, Bruce? Anything? Nothing? Just been out getting some money today, actually. That's all I've been doing. So, yeah, that's it. It'll get... You'll find something, man. Yeah, so, hey, hey, I'm good, bro. Yeah. I'm good. Don't worry about it. Hey, real quick. Real quick, I got to cut out. Have you, wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. Mia, has he got plenty of Ovaltine? Yeah. That's all we care about. <laughs> We don't got our oval team in Denmark. We got our own brand that is way, way better. It's called Cockroach. Like, talking shit now. Everybody needs oval team in their life. I swear to God, it is the food of the gods. 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, when you've had a few too many, few too many sherbets, you get a big jug of that shit down your bro. You're waking up in a good mood, man. <laughs> hey, real quick, the, the tweet that Rama posted out about uh, Psalm, He's tracking a couple wallets. Did you see that, Robo? I mean, it's got to be someone's got a big bag of something. So where where did the OP come from? Where did the OP come from? Yeah. Did he did he quote the OP or not? Or did he just fucking rip someone else off again this time? Uh, it looks like he was tracking. I I put, I put the link up. I put the post up top. Oh, I wasn't Turkey Dow. I wasn't Turkey Dow or someone else. No, he actually did some work this time. Did he? Congratulations. Let me clap my hands. <laughs> clap. Clap. There's just some consistent. Hey, we all, we, all, hey, we all get lazy. We all get lazy in our old age, Major. Major, Mia. We all get lazy in our old age, you know. It happens to us all, dude. We like to live off the cream, you know. Us fat cats like to live off the cream, bro. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't say whose wallet it is, so I'm guessing they don't know. Well, it's your woman. 
So is your woman dumping again? Your woman at some. She's been dumping for fucking how long now? The last lot was 50k, wasn't it? Really? So the price action on some is hilarious. Like if anyone's watching. Yeah, well, it's just, oh it my seems God. like it's stuck because of the cell pressure. What's her name? It's not Sarah. It's not Deborah. Those two cunts work at the other two fucking scam places. What's your woman's name at some? I don't know. Is it Deborah? It might be Deborah. Sarah works at Cosmos Millions, right? Aye. It might be Deborah at some, might it? She she got caught uh, dumping like 53k or something at Christmas, right? Isn't this an old conversation, though? No? Like, I'm not being funny. I'm really not being yeah, funny. No, like, it is, it is an old conversation, yeah. I mean, people people get those... Uh... Vest, they get those vested tokens or those initial, you know, teen tokens, and they don't hold on to them forever. In a few days after every TVL milestone, uh, milestone, there's a, a nice little dump or something. Holy fuck! Is it, I'm sure it must be. I must be Deborah, is it? I'm gonna gonna have to get on near my. Hey, it's way too late, and I didn't even care in this convo. Like they like go and get people's names who were plebs, who fucking dump on communities, but like. There's a woman in some has been dumbing for like fucking hell, well over 12 months. And, and, and delicately are trying to be delicate, but being getting caught out every fucking time, right? Uh, who's this? Oh, guys, we've got a new speaker. Who's this? Does anybody know this dude or not? Anybody know this dude? No. And he joined in October. Kevin J. Hill. Guys, guys, look at this dude down here, Kevin J. Hill. He's, first thing in his bio is biological male. He can fucking fuck right off, can't he? Dude, you think I need to know that? You've got a fucking 12 o'clock shadow, you daft cunt, that fucking comes from fucking Bangkok to fucking Tombstone. Who's this fella? What would you yeah, give him? I mean, yeah. look, look down at this guy, Kevin J. Hill. Would you give him a mic? He's got to say. He's, he's, no, no, he's no. He's never been vaxxed. We're... He's never been vaxxed. It's, it's, it's a lot of reposting. Those things might be very political. I'm thinking we're going to get botted. I'm thinking we're going to get botted to death. Like, oh, wait a minute. Is this Crypto Dungeon? He's normal him. Oh, it is. It's Crypto Dungeon. Fucking let's get him in. He's fucking normal, that one. So Sandy. Robo, Robo, no, no, we're going go normal. Oh, we didn't need this pleb. Calm down. Come here, chits. Anyway, Fine. go up in the nest and look at the oh. superior chocolate Thank milk. Oh, yeah, yeah, got nothing. So my, my brother made uh, a, a lot of ads for them, actually. That is the superior chocolate milk. It is. Nothing it's, can it's, fucking compete it's, with it's, it. It's silky fucking smooth. Right? And it's getting each each bottle is is boiled or each yeah, bottle of chocolate milk is boiled with the milk inside of it. That's yeah, yeah but that's this, normal. Mm, not with the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's called uh what, what is it again? Pasteurization or something? Yeah, but they don't do it when you put it in fucking... Uh, of course, they pasteurize it, but you can't fucking pasteurize it while it's inside a cardboard box. Um, I, so I, they do... When I was a student, I used to work at a Coca-Cola, and they, they, they do that stuff. Yeah, 
Water for me. The pasteurized, the pasteurized, the fluid one is inside Coca yeah, Coca-Cola makes more than cola, uh, Robo. They also make uh, like fr fruit juice and shit. Oh, dude, I've seen that syrup shit that they're like, oh my god, that stuff they sent to McDonald's, the syrup bags, the uh, you know the I also plastic at McDonald's. Oh, they are disgusting. <laughs> they are the syrup bags when they split. Cork syrup is like the nastiest shit you'll ever get on your fingers, your hair, your clothes. That's disgusting. Ooh, all right. No, it's not. It's, it's highly foul, bro. Like they just use those pumps in the stores with the fucking carbon in the water. Put that syrup in. Oh, it's fucking rank, bro. I've seen that shit start melting tiles in that, man, bro. Anyway, we've got a few people up. Hey, look who's joined. Uh, Red Eye. He's going to fucking obviously come in with some mad shit. This cunt is class. Hello, Red Eye, son. Red Eye then, Sandy. Good morning, good morning. I saw the talk about stable coins and saw Timmy was involved, so definitely wanted to hear what he had to, had to say. But uh, you talking about these soda machines, man, that brings me back to what I was doing previously. I was director of operations at a, at a microbrewery before I joined. Uh, helping managing uh, Web3 teams. And uh, it just brings me back to all the bullshit you have to deal with uh, in in service. Uh, like in service. Dude, dude you, missed it. you missed it, man. You're late. You, they got raced to fork uh, Noble earlier. Timmy and Tank got uh, got raced to fork Noble. It's fucking hilarious. Okay. We're making progress this morning. <laughs> We're making progress Red this eyes, morning. Red eyes, like... <laughs> Red eyes out, Robo's been on this show, but <laughs> Bro, they did they go hard on stables, eh, man. Like, I get it. I get the crack about stables, but can can we be honest here? And we'll get Kit in here because you had to end up there quickly. Stables are boring as fuck to talk about though. There's just like nothing interesting, is there? Like we all need them. We all want them, we all have no choice, but holy fuck, they are boring as shit. Get on, kid. Stop me, darling. I'm just going to revert back to talking about um, natural processing and harmonization and just bring up an old memory when I was a kid and I look up and like, why is the milk homo? That's all. Hey, bro, bro, <laughs> There's some there's some interesting things you can get into with stable coins depending on uh how far down the like you know conspiracy slash CBDC rabbit hole you wanna you wanna go down. Sure, it might not be super exciting to talk about decentralized stables that are still getting their feet under them, because uh, you know growth is generally slow at the beginning. But it's always funny to uh, and always fun to to poke holes at uh, some of the some of the more centralized assets here. And I know Timmy's got a, a slew of uh, things he could say about some of the centralized stable coins that are being issued in, uh, in the cosmos. I'm just, I'm, I'm just with the mindset. Once I'm broke, once I need to take over straight away. I'm just with the mindset that like any profit, anything, anything I'm up, I'm taking off the table and have been for fucking so long. Like, it needs to be in bought amount in my bank account, and, like, that's when I'm happy. Sorry, Timmy, were you going to jump in there? Who was speaking there after Red Eye? Was that Timmy? I thought Timmy jumped in there. <laughs> that was me. I was just saying... Oh, sorry, Dom. 
don't get Timmy all started up on that one, USDT. But uh, yeah, the, the conversation when we talk about stable coins and between centralized to uh, decentralized is the, the same issuance that we have with trying to figure out, okay, what is the, the rate of on-ramp and off-ramp? You know, how can we get people into decentralized plays from a centralized play with you know, traditional banking systems, TradFi? And then how are we supposed to get people from decentralized into a real world uh, situation to actually utilize those decentralized assets into hard assets and et cetera, you know, into commodities? Well, they don't want to dox themselves. They don't want to have to um, pay the tax man. But we have to initially we we're jumping the gun from a to z but everything in between that little gray matter is associated like okay why are we having so many issues because there's no clarification of how we associate our wallet addresses how we transact our assets and so forth to what type of entity as tank and i were talking earlier about between business entities the problematic of okay on paper it can have a business entity but there's still a default of still trying to pin and coin everything to um, an individual and that is not the case because we have to merge the things between the real world of um financial paperwork and liabilities into a digitized version of it, yet alone into a Web3 application. I'll say the first thing I think of, you know, when, when thinking about stable, I, I think this conversation is, is more, or maybe this realization is more apparent when we're talking about stable coins, because, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum, they have a, a you know, slightly different value props. They, they attract a slightly different crowd, but I think stablecoins are a really interesting group of assets to look at and the individuals who utilize them. Um, you know, when you think about why would I use, uh, let's just use USDC because it's it's really easy to think about. Why would I use USDC and DeFi over, um, you know, some sort of centralized or uh, let's say traditional uh, financial tool to, to be able to generate uh, additional wealth? The, the main reason people, in, in my opinion, the main reason people will make that jump is because they, they fit kind of into two or three different categories. One, you want to take your finances back into your own hands. And I mean that in a, in a very literal uh, sense, you know, self-custody. Um, and, you know, Timmy actually had, and I still use this uh, analogy to this day, Timmy had a great um, breakdown of like the difference between what um you know what what self custody of digital assets uh how that looks um relative to holding let's say USD or some other sovereign currency in your bank account like there's a very real difference in the actual custody of those assets and your control of those um but so in general you know you've got groups of people who want to take uh you know want to take their financial future directly into their own hands you have some people who want to, they, they see this additional APR and they're willing to take that risk. And then you have some individuals who, uh, you know, they, they want to kind of get off the, um, let's say, you know, out, get outside of the traditional financial system um, for, for whatever reason, right? It could be a very personal reason. It could be um, something that's purely economical. Um, but when you look at these groups of individuals, you know, they're, 
all of these all of these groups are willing to take risks right and the majority of people right now in the world uh, are not in a position to take risks like that uh you know it's easy for me to talk about my own country uh, because that's what i know the most but that you know there's 50 60 percent of people who are struggling to uh make their you know monthly payments right they're struggling to to get by so the 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 ability for them to take excessive risks or even really any risk is pretty low. So we're already, I'm only highlighting this to say we're even with something as simple and as easy to communicate the value of as stable coins, you know, we're still going after this smaller group of people. Um, and so like, and there are some few niche cases that come to my mind where I've seen like really interesting adoption of stable coins in places where I would have never thought they would have been, but you know, I can't help but think about this uphill battle that we've got, regardless of what asset um, you know you're trying to help uh, support the adoption of. You know we've got a long uphill battle of reducing these risks that are associated with uh, decentralized finance relative to traditional finance, and it's just a, it's a shifting of risks. You know with tr with traditional finance, your your risk is that uh, you have misappropriation of funds or over leveraging of funds by these traditional entities and that's how we see you know the collapse of uh, venture capital groups of banks you know 22 or uh, early 23 we saw collapse of some a few really big banks and so anyways i feel like i've been kind of monologuing here for a second but uh, i just wanted to share like even though even though stable coins are very easy to understand like they're they're an easy asset to understand the value of i think there's still generally way too many risks relative to traditional finance for us to um, you know, expect this massive adoption across the world. So that's something we have to work on. And some things are easier to work on as, from a risk perspective. Some things are going to take a while. Like legislation is going to take a while. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over the impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fond doing the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo the world is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the high Stage. Like the shit is played for keeps clowns White knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat 
and going full throttle Beats tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Ten spaces.